We and each of us covenant and promise that we will not reveal any of the secrets of this, the first token of the Alonic priesthood, with its accompanying name, sign, or penalty. Should we do so, we agree that our throats be cut from ear to ear and our tongues torn out by their roots. Search, ponder, pray. Is this the place? So what's up? What's going on? Uh, how was your dick appointment last night? Oh, I didn't go. I uh, just went home and went to bed. <laughs> I, I swear that you showed up all glam and I was like, for a bonfire? And then you're like, I'm tired. I'm not going to go to the bonfire. I was like, okay, you got a dick appointment. No, I just genuinely was tired. <laughs> okay. I've been so tired lately and like depressed. And I woke up and I was like, my room is a disaster. Of course I'm depressed. So I spent two hours cleaning my room and I got two garbage bags full of shit. Ooh, I want to see. I mean, it's just my room, but it's clean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want to see. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, we I took feel- a week off. Panic ensued. Right? I feel exhausted and I haven't done anything. I think, well, I wonder what it is. Maybe we have mono or we're just really bored. To quote Wayne's World. <laughs> I thought I had mono for an entire year once. Turns out I was just really bored. <laughs> <laughs> I always think I have mono like twice a year. I'm like, this is it. This is the year I have mono. I know it. <laughs> It's like me with my fevers. Like, I don't think I've ever had a fever in my life. And uh-huh. my sister, it's like a joke because I always think I have a fever and I never do. So, like, my siblings, especially my sister, they just give me so much fucking hell for that. You're never sick, but you always feel like you're sick? No, I feel like I have a fever a lot. Like, when I'm sick, I'm like, I think I have a fever or a reverse fever. I feel yeah. like I get reverse fevers. Are those the like thing? the chills? I guess. But I also think I have the. Ch- I think I was just exhausted because I bartended in the snow all weekend. So. Oh yeah, obviously. Obviously, but uh, I guess my mom called my sister and was like, "Am I blocked from her podcast? <laughs> there isn't any. There aren't any new episodes out this week." <laughs> we tracked down your um, IP and I was like, I, "Mom, I don't, I don't even understand how that would IP work." IP address. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know cannot. Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> If I could, if I could, I would. <clears throat> well, apparently, so here's some weird information. My sister and my mom alike both feel that this podcast is going to be the thing that saves our family. What? Yeah. Bobby, Strange turn of events, huh? You are the savior of the Albies. <laughs> Just call me Jesus. <laughs> uh, no, but my mom was like, and opposite the same thing too. Of course, this is secondhand news because I don't talk to my mom. But um, Right. She was just like, it's really therapeutic. It sucks. It hurts. But it is what it is. And, like, it's good to just air out everyone's grievances. And I'm like, okay, cool. I mean, if it's going to save the family. Right. That would be cool. That would be a cool benefit. Well, the only way to dig up and heal trauma is to get to the root of it. And uh, I feel like if you're willing to do that and just be accountable then a lot of good things can come from it but there's no guarantee it's not like we're all guaranteeing that everything's gonna be fixed by just existing and trying to say things (laughs) i don't know what i'm saying yeah but i think i think no i'm with you i think uh we're trending now recently in the past like two years where honesty is just better like we're just so over like the lies (laughs) 
honestly, like, I can't believe, I mean, first of all, none of us have lived through a pandemic. Here we are. We're surviving mm-hmm. a pandemic. What next? Are you really going to hide behind your facades this your entire existence? Are you going to just fucking show up for yourself? Are you going to advocate for yourself? Are you going to be authentic? If not, why are you living through a fucking pandemic? <laughs> yeah, go out and get the COVID. Um, <laughs> no, I'm with you. And it's also just like it's a lot of work. And for what? I don't think anybody. I think people value honesty way more than they value you trying to be perfect. Yeah. And I think that's just kind of coming to a head right now, especially like with the president we just had and how politicians are just corrupt, but they all like to act like they're perfect. I think we're just all fucking sick of it. We're just like, shut up. It's okay to fuck up. Just shut up. Yeah. You know? Yeah. (laughs) Like shut up. If you're going to tell me lies, if you want to talk to me, great, let's talk. But otherwise I'm not interested. (laughs) Exactly. But there was another situation, and it's all, I think all has to do with pride. And my dad has MS, and he's in a care, like a living, a care center. Like he has his own studio apartment in a living facility, you know? Yeah. Um, but over the past year, his mobility has, is gone. And my sister sent me a screenshot from Jake's wife that said, and it was from my dad's ex-wife that said, just so you know, your dad's on the way to, Kim's on the way to his hot, the hospital. He has sores on him that won't heal. And so I was like, okay, like what the fuck? Like, it's, I don't know what that means as far as MS is concerned, you know? Well, like, so they're bed sores, right? They're bed sores because he refuses to let anyone help him. And he pays these people thousands of dollars a month yeah and he says he hasn't laid down to sleep in a year what and he had a he had a uti because he can't get up to take a piss but he has like he was mobile a year ago right he was more mobile but he's slowly losing his mobility because that's ms sounds quick honestly well no it's been 13 years (laughs) but uh he won't let the people that's that's what their job is is to pay like to come and help him yeah it's like he is so caught up in his pride about being the strong man yeah and i said i was telling my sister i was like you know sometimes strength and courage equals asking for help Mm -hmm. like right now right now i'm just like um (laughs) okay so like my sister called him jake's been calling him and he gets like annoyed with them because he doesn't want the attention or whatever, which I get, I guess, but it's also like, man, I mean, you're my dad and I care. We, you're our dad. We care about you. Yes. And he kind of gave my sister attitude. And when I found out my dad was in the care center, even though we hadn't talked for several years, I was like, why doesn't he just get a place with me? We can live together. Like, I like to be alone and I'm not going to be up in his shit, but like, mm-hmm. at least I can make sure he's like fed. And if there's an issue, I could be there for him. And he was like, no, I'm not interested. <laughs> um, and then I just sent him a text last night that said, hey, I heard you, fe- I heard you had ass sores uh, because you won't let the people that you pay money to take care of you take care of you. I'm like, so if you want me to drive you to the ocean and you can just go drown, um, I have a couple days off. Um, I was like, quality. You leaving, you leaving text information? That's real good. Uh, I was like, quality over quantity as far yeah. as I'm concerned. And he didn't respond, of course. But I was also just like, look, man, you're in a living a care, care center. Like, let them do their jobs. 
Like, is it really so? What's more embarrassing? Letting a cute little nurse who that's her fucking job come in and make sure you're turned around and in the bathroom that you can flirt with the whole time or sitting still for almost a year to the point that you have bleeding ass sores and a urinary tract infection like seriously he's like (laughs) he's gonna give himself like septic problems that's really sad well and i'm just like what's the point that was my the whole point of my text like what's the point of holding on yeah like, or what's the point of being so stubborn that you're like, you're killing yourself, like well, slowly, I, right? Like a very painful, sad, stupid death, and like I told that said that to Ab, I was just like, maybe this is the lesson we can learn from the people in our family who are just too goddamn stubborn to ask for help. I'm like, Lord knows I am. I'm like, but I hope to God I'm never that stubborn. Yeah, <laughs> where I'll get ass sores, I'll get fucking bed sores on my ass, right? Like, especially because it's not like he's sitting at home alone. You know what I mean? Like, he's in a facility where they come in and check on him every day and he, like, shoes him out. And he's like, yep, I got everything taken care of. Don't worry about it. And my sister was like, no matter what, like, they're up his ass now forever because he lied to them. (laughs) And it resulted in this. So no matter what, no matter what he says, like he lost his freedom by not giving away some of his freedom by being like, yeah, come help me. He lost his freedom of choice because now they're just going to be like, okay, this is we're checking on you every day. We're making sure you're up every single day. So, (laughs) I don't know. That's a lot of money that he's just wasting because I know I would love for my grandparents to be in a a situation where they get checked up up on and taken Mm -hmm. care of. Yeah, no, I mean, we were talking about, like, with the other situation, getting just someone in to move into the house, not a relative. Right. Like, some, just a nurse, you know? Yeah, they have those, like, um, they have those, like, hospice, or I grannies. Guess it's a hospice. Well, my grandma just told me yesterday, she was like, did you organize for a cleaning lady to come? Because apparently I have this benefit from when I, she, she... I don't know how much I've told on the podcast or to you either. Mm-hmm. But all we do is talk on this podcast. Right. <laughs> um, that she had dementia, like a, a dementia spell, and we don't know what caused it, and she came out of it. We had a feeling that it was due to some sleeping meds, and her kidneys are failing, so it's not filtering out, so it's building upon itself. The the So it just, I mean, we just had to wait for it to filter out. Anyway, so when she was in the hospital for that back in July, she qualified for like a year of like help where they come for an hour and just do it. And so she's like, did you organize for this? And I was like, no, I've been trying to find somebody to do this. Like I've been trying to find somebody to pay so that you can have somebody clean your house Mm -hmm. so that your energy can go towards things that you want to do instead of things that you are anxious because you can't get done. Yeah. Well, like the other situation, um, one of the players came in and cleaned the whole house, moved everything around so no one could trip. Yeah. Got rid of all the rugs. You know. I can't believe. I can't believe that. That's really sad and scary. But there's been, like, talk about what do we do. Right. My sister suggested putting a camera in without their knowledge, and I'm like, that's not okay. No. That's unacceptable. No. But we're all just freaked, and I think what it basically comes down to because Jake was down visiting my dad. Um, 
and Marie, his ex-wife, they've been divorced for two years, um, was there visiting too because I guess she and my sister-in-law are close, which is I'm fine with. I don't care. Sure. Um, <clears throat> but Marie alluded that she's happy to help my dad out because no one else in the family will. Mm. And mm. Jake, Jake goes, uh, I'm pretty sure the only reason why he's here and not with us is because of you. Mm-hmm. He's like, we've all offered. Tried to all of to that. Help him. All of that branch. <laughs> but I'm so Jake, so glad Jake was like, mm, no, not, <laughs> that's not real. Mm, that's perspective. <laughs> but I'm also really annoyed with my dad just being like, my kids hate me and shit. It's like, I mean, I do, but I still care about you. Like, I don't hate my dad, but I just like, I don't think it would be so horrible to live together for the last few years of it, like the last year of his life. Like, cause I'm not going to be up at his shit. He's probably, he better not be up in mine. Like we could live like on se- separate, you know, separate parts of the apartment or whatever. Like, I'm just like so annoyed that it's just like, oh, it's just victim, victim, victim mentality. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if the roles were reversed, I would not allow my mom to live in my house or room with my mom or anything. I would just be like, well. <laughs> oh, I mean, I wouldn't let my mom live with me either. My mom and dad are different somehow because my dad isn't crazy like that and he's can't move. So, you know, if I had to, I could be like, bye. But, <laughs> um, <laughs> hmm. I don't know. And like, I know that if I did ask, if we did end up living together, it would suck ass probably. But it's also like, I'm willing to do that for you, mm-hmm. you know, but I don't know. Anyways, well, the point really is, nice is of you. Yeah. I guess. well, but like, that's, I'm the one who talks to him the least, who likes him the least, and that's what I've offered. So I know my sisters and my brothers have offered way more. When they call you a hooker with a heart of gold, they ain't lying. And they ain't lying. <laughs> <laughs> no, so, but I also like my cousin Shannon, who is a, hey, Shannon, thanks for listening. She's my dad's niece. She hit me up today and was like, I didn't know all, all that shit went down with you. She's like, I'd love to just like chat with you. I love her. Yeah. But it's been nice. nice. It's been nice having people be like a little validating because it sucks. Yeah, because there's been like I can't tell you how many people in my dad's family have have told me that I need to ease up on my dad, and I'm (laughs) like, you need to go fuck yourself because you have no idea what you're talking about. I'm glad he's a good uncle. He's a great uncle. That's good for you. I'm happy for you. He's a shitty dad. Period. Yeah. Yeah. The end. (laughs) Right. That's all. That's allowed, right? I think so. So, changing the subject a little bit, I've well, had three black men tell me that I'm a tease this past week. Well, you are, but <laughs> <laughs> is it a lie? I mean, uh, I don't know. I think if someone's <laughs> not giving you exactly what you want, that doesn't make them a tease. Um, it's true. Yeah. But, okay, in the one scenario, I do know that you were like... Are we going to fuck or not? And then you're like, I guess it's not. Because even though I brought it up this whole time, nah. (laughs) Whatever. He was following me around. (laughs) 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 Well, he hit me up last night. Oh, yeah. He's like, do you want to link up? And I'm like, I'm just not going to respond. But my other one's a coworker. Okay. And he was like, you know, I flirt with everyone, though. (laughs) Uh, that also has a good excuse but uh he like hit me up after work and he's like i can't believe you left those saying goodbye 
And like at work, oh, he was geez. like grabbing on me and stuff, which is fine. I don't care. But uh, <clears throat> oh, you mean you're fine with sexual harassment at work? Um, it's, I'm not. It's, is it sexual harassment only if you don't want it? <laughs> I was enjoying myself. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's oh, definitely, like he's definitely cute, but I don't hook up with my coworkers. I never have. So um, he texts me and he's like, "I can't believe you left without saying bye." And I'm like, "Well, I mean, like what?" And uh, he's like, so I'm like, do you want to like date or fuck? And he's like, uh, fuck. And he's like, no, I feel like an asshole. And I'm like, why? I asked you a question. You answered it. I'm like, let me think about it. And I haven't talked to him since. <laughs> <laughs> I think you are a tease. But also, I think, I mean, don't expect anything. I don't, I don't, don't think I promise. I don't feel like I promised anybody anything. No. Well. I mean, I, I think that guy, that guy that we met, he wanted to come to my house. I'm like, you can't come to my house. I'm like, if you want to meet up somewhere, like in a cemetery and frisky, <laughs> get frisky. First of all, fair. You did give him the boundaries and which he you were willing to link up. Maybe he's willing to link up in a cemetery now. But also, I would not link up with anybody in a cemetery. <laughs> Well, that's where we differ. Yes, you're right. <laughs> yes, no, you're I right. honestly, whenever I suggest that, it makes guys be like, no. And I'm like, what? That's hot. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> I want someone to have sex with me in the cemetery, please. <laughs> like, if I was going to meet up with someone halfway, I'd be like, yeah, meet me at the town cemetery. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> no one's going to bother you. And if they are, they, you can see them. Come. It's a good location. Okay, well, that's a good trick. Yeah, you time, probably haven't had a lot of, like, random-ass hookups in the middle of nowhere before, right? I did try... Okay, so hold on just one second. Like, sex in the forest is one of my favorite things. Okay, so I went with handjob guy mm-hmm. to um, the middle of nowhere, and we were, like, in the back of his Jeep. It was really hot. We were, mm-hmm. like, steaming up the place, touching... <laughs> things and uh then a cop rolls up (laughs) and we were like "Ah!" and then he's like uh i need your license and so uh chubby dick guy (laughs) gives him his license and he's like where's yours and i was like i don't have it i did not plan on being stopped by police today and he was like how old are you and i was like older than him (laughs) and he was like all right bye he's like fair Sir, please stop cock-blocking this man. Jesus. And then I was like, you know what? No. Let's just go back to my... Oh, that's when the hand job happened. So we just went and did it in my my driveway. Why not? Right. Um, Anyway. The first orgasm I had during sex was in a car in the forest. Cute. And that's why you love Diana so much. Deftones was playing. No, I've always loved Diana. Uh, But... Same guy. One time I was giving him head in the forest. Oh my and god. And I threw up. Oh. <laughs> but and then I continued. Like, well, I just like reversed my car a little bit and continued, yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Because I was sitting like on the, my the driver's seat and he was standing up. And I was giving him head I, while he okay. smoked a joint. It was a whole okay. thing. It was the whole thing. Yeah. It was a whole thing. <laughs> but I love a little forest forest play a little cemetery play oh my god can i uh tell you about the drama with my sister of course (laughs) 
Did you know I had a sister? <laughs> hey, listeners, did you know I had a sister? Did you know she went on our mission in Chicago? Fuck <laughs> <laughs> you. Um, no, somebody told me, she's like, I don't know. I didn't know you had a sister. Like, you never talk about her on the podcast. And I said, that's because shitty people don't deserve fame. <laughs> it's like, okay. But here I am. I want to talk to talk about it. Um, one you of the reasons why. It, by the way, you do talk I, about it. I love. Yeah. Um, not not sh- ever like highly, but you do talk. About- <laughs> well, okay. It's not very fair. It's not sh- her life. She's young. She's just young. You know. It's not very fair. So, <sighs> just to, just to sum over her shitty life, um, she was conceived uh, while her dad was on crack. Still, I don't think uh, she knows that. She's never going to listen anyway. She do now. <laughs> um, no, she straight up will not listen. Uh, it's fine. Um, and then <clears throat> when she was like two, she watched her dad drive away for the like last time. Her, um, her parents had a messy divorce. And then as her mom kept bringing men around, she just kept getting more and more abused. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. her life was never stable. On top of that, she was sexually abused by, um, my mom had, you know, respite care. She was sexually abused by people through respite care. And so she just has had a shitty, unstable, abused life. Like, Mm -hmm. if I came out okay, it's because I was at the front end of all of that. And, like, she had it all piled on. So, in a way, I do not blame her for how unstable she is she doesn't have money for therapy she smokes weed all day with her boyfriend in montana um and like really has no accountability for herself or like she's 23 right yeah she's young she's young but she's also like that you know that's really part of it though like i feel like if she's still like mm. this when she's 30 then we can start talking shit and we could talk shit no matter what, but like she's I'm just perpetually fourteen. So after yeah. after um so she ran away so often that it caused for the police to not respond to our nine one one calls. Mm-hmm. And then um she just was like, Send me to my dad, send me to my dad, send me to my dad. Well, her dad had a new st- wife and stepsisters that abused her, treated her like Cinderella or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then she ran away in the middle of winter and was missing for two weeks in Colorado. And in the meantime, was raped. And when she was found again, she was found because she was re-enrolling in school. She, uh, my grandparents and I drove out there and we were like, we want to take you home. And so the only reason why her dad let her come back to Utah was because of how I turned out, which has nothing to do with how Ashley's going to turn out. Anyway, right. Ashley, my sister, has a honeymoon phase of about 30 days where she's good. Mm-hmm. And then she is insane. She's crazy. She will just manipulate everything. Give her an or armchair like, diagnosis. What do you think she has? Borderline personality? I think she has BPD. Yeah. I think she also has um, she has untreated ADHD for fucking sure. Because how do you not with the medical diagnosis as we all have right but anyway she's just very manipulative and um so the drama with her is is that she talks shit to me and she accuses me of abuse which i don't want to deny 
In what sense? Because I don't know her story of it. Like abuse in what sense? Is you were just like shitty to her or what? I was just an older sibling. Right. And so there was no be, like to be fair, no, like sexual or it was no, just it was just you being no. like an ass because you're the oldest and she's the youngest and you're well, like I'm kicking the, her ass and I'm the her oldest and I've I'm fourteen but essentially a single mom in my family. Right. Um but at the same time I'm a kid. Uh <laughs> and it's very hard for me to love her because we are five years different and completely different we're just completely different but I try my best to support her and everything but she continually just calls me abusive and I'm like okay like I'm trying to not be drama in your life I'm trying to help in your life but I Mm -hmm. see some major red flags and when things don't go her way or when I tell her uh no you don't get to come up here and talk to me like this then she's like you're abusive and like I don't know so here's a thought can I give you my thought yeah, because the story's not done, but continue. Oh, no. Finish the story, then. Well, okay. So, I just delete my Facebook. Good job. And then, <laughs> like, I'm just, like, done with my mom, with Facebook in general. But, like, also, like, I don't know. I'm just done with the whole thing. But um, I delete my Facebook, and then three days later, I get screenshots of what Ashley's posted. <sighs> Are you ready? Yeah, but also, can I ask you who's sending you these screenshots? Um, <clears throat> can you set a boundary with them that you don't give a fuck anymore? <laughs> like, seriously. Yeah, for real. You should yeah, be like, I'm real. off of Facebook. I don't give a fuck. I'm I don't, off of Facebook. I so. don't want it anymore. But she says, all right, people, I have lost two siblings today because they can't handle me having my own opinion. They were abusive to me, and I'm done with it. So if there's anyone who wants to know to be added to that list, please let me know, and I will remove you from my life, too. I'm done. Um, some of her friends said, I know the feeling have done that myself with my siblings, my mother and grandmother. It's incredibly hard, but worth it. Uh, Ashley, it's so hard. I still have love in my heart for them, but I refuse to let them continually treat me like I'm stupid and that I don't understand what is going on in the world. Ugh, why? I will be okay, but today is not that day. I'm going to work to get my mind off of it. Um, my sister called me stupid and uneducated because my opinion differs from hers politically. That's not true. I never called her stupid. Mm -hmm. And my brother chose to pick her side instead of talking to me like a grown up. It's whatever. I'm over the abuse. Anyway, I know my worth and I know that I'm entitled to my opinions and I know they will regret their decisions because they won't see my children, which don't give a fuck. That's the truth. But, um, I told my sister she comes off across as hostile when she comments on my post, which she never told me that either. So, um, I think Facebook is ruining my family. <laughs> totally. I think Facebook to- is I think ruining Facebook's my opinion ru- of people. It's ruining the world, period. Yeah, yeah. Um, here's my thought. Okay. <clears throat> I know what it's like to be the baby of the family, and the way that you do talk about her, it's like she's an idiot to me when you're talking to me about which is fine. She seems like kind of an idiot. She seems like a 23-year-old to me. But when you're trying to grow up and then you constantly have your older siblings hindering that, just because I've been there, I'm not yeah. saying your shit's not valid, but I also feel like her shit's valid too. Um, yeah, but listen, I, also feel, I wait, do no, not. Wait, 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 hear me out, I, hear me out. I don't continually go on her post and say, that's wrong, that's wrong, that's wrong, that's wrong. I literally like for the past five years have worked so hard to be like, Ashley's her own person. Ashley's 23. I've been there. I'm going to let her grow. I'm going to let her be. 
she's continually just like batshit crazy and i okay, well, what hold I'm my tongue right, all the time what i'm saying right now has nothing to do with you so take yourself out of it okay um this has to do with her and she's trying to figure like she's walk she's talking the talk about boundary setting whether she's walking the walk or not don't know um but i think you and josh are safe spaces for her ultimately because she's revving up to set boundaries with people who actually need boundaries like your mom mm. you know what i mean so maybe you guys yeah. are a safe space to kind of explode because i think if she does come around and when in like four years when she's like yeah i was just young and stupid you'd be like oh it's cool dude you know no one's perfect yeah no i was thinking about writing her an actual letter and sitting down and writing my thoughts being like look i get that you are in a frustrating situation because you know shit was not easy in your life but i want to be an ally in your life and i i feel like if we are continually nipping at each other mm-hmm. it's never going to work out in your favor because right. for me it's whatever like it's just another toxic family member just like she said she's like whatever i'm cutting people out so i might as well cut her out too well but i, mean, I want we talked about toxic too where it's like right now i'm toxic for zach so i'm cut out of zach's life right now yeah and yeah as much as it annoys the fuck out of me and i think he's fucking wrong uh <laughs> <laughs> i still have to respect that because what's you know he needs it until he doesn't need it anymore and he might always need it and you know but i think she's at a she's right now where she's trying to figure it out your 20s are so hard could you imagine having a kid at 23 how many she kids does she have she doesn't have kids her boyfriend has kids and oh, well, then she's abusive fuck? to them <laughs> well see uh, that's sucks too because yeah, I like mean, i see it and i'm like mm. she, she could probably definitely use your guidance but it's also hard as a young the youngest of the family just i'm giving you my perspective yeah. I'm, not ab- I'm not abusing anyone's kids, but <laughs> I felt like I was under scrutiny by all my siblings. Yeah. And they thought, like, you know, whether it was real or made up, you know what I mean? I think that's very common. It's a very comp- common complex for the youngest to have. I just and think, like, I didn't, I didn't cut her out of my life. I just deleted my Facebook. She's not blocked from anything. She can message me on Messenger and text me, mm-hmm. but she's n- not tried to reach out to me. And... The only reason why she has is she's like, send me my books. And I'm like, you just called me stupid. I'm not going to send you your books. <laughs> like, well, until why, you... why are you holding them hostage, though? I don't even know where the fuck they are, to be <laughs> frank. <laughs> but, well, uh, I mean, I would say that. I want to say, why. I'd be like, I don't know where they're at. If I find them, yeah, of course, I'll send them to you. But, like, I'm just going to send her a letter and say, hmm. It just bothers. This is why it bothers me. You're allowed to be bugged by her, by the way. I'm not saying you're not. She's. Saying that, like, I abused her, first of all, and pretending that she's the victim of all of this. When she's just treating me like shit. And then she's like, no, I cut you out because you treat me like shit. You guys are all victims. I didn't cut you out. You guys are all victims. (laughs) Anyway, that's why I don't talk about my sister. (laughs) No, I know. But, like, when I'm just just trying to help you get. So, like, when you start getting strong, I feel like you lash out at people that you know you can lash out at just to get practice. Whether yeah. it's intentional or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because sh- eventually she's not setting hard boundaries with people that actually need them, right? Like her, your well, mom's, your no, mom's she, all she up calls her, her shit. She calls her Holly and she doesn't talk to her. No. No. Which I don't think she should. I don't think she should feel like she should treat my mom like with respect. Because mm-hmm. Ashley's got the shortest end of each stick. So... 
Right. And like, I'm just saying from my own standpoint too, like I stopped talking to my family about that age and you know, I'm talking to most of them now, but it's just like, sometimes you just got to, and sometimes you can be annoyed as fuck. I know Ob was annoyed with me more often than not, even now. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, that's not even true. Ob and I have a very, and I do credit this podcast, but um, we have a very more adult relationship now where it's just like, yeah, you're my sister, but you don't, you haven't had to take care of me for years. She actually asked me about the malnutrition thing. She's like, were you actually malnutrition? And Mm, I was like, yeah malnourished and I was like uh yeah and she was yeah. like well like what do you mean and I was like because she's like because sometimes my kids are just so picky that they'll skip meals like and I'm like okay I'm like would you notice if your kid had skipped eight meals <laughs> yeah and she goes yeah and I'm like and would you allow it and she said no and I'm like okay that's where I was abused yeah that's where the abuse lied and I'm like, and there were times, like I told her, I was like, uh, one Christmas vacation, all I had was toast and honey butter for like 12 days. And she's like, well, is that all you want? And I'm like, that's all that was in the house. Like I was 13. Like I would have eaten, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I, there was a time where we had a big box of brownie mix for some reason, like a big box of like individual packages of brownie mix, but that's like all that what you could combine in the house. So like for a week and a half, all I ate was raw brownie mix. Like, I would go home, like, and I'd be like, I'm starving, whatever, I'll have it. <laughs> so, like, I understand, because my sister was like, I felt like there was always food in the house. And I'm like, I mean, there was and there wasn't. Yeah, <laughs> like, but then you lived in completely different time frames. Yeah, and so she said that, too. She's like, was it after I left? And then she felt bad. She's like, I'm sorry. I'm like, you don't need to apologize. Like, yeah. mom had her own shit going on. It's not like you had your own cell phone. You could text your sister, like, hey, can you get me food? Well, and I just feel it's like. It's not happening. I actually had a thing. I had to, like have a talk with Lisa today or yesterday because her and her boyfriend eat or her and her husband eat my food all the time and I'm like Lisa I'm like I have food issues enough I'm like I'm broke like I'm like I set my account to overdraft to go grocery shopping and then when I walk up and the nine dollar package of bacon I made for four sandwiches you guys already ate even though I just made it the night before mm-hmm. I'm like that's really frustrating to me I'm like because I just sit down in my room and amp myself up to be excited for a bacon sandwich <laughs> Yeah. for an hour and then to come up and have it be literally not even 12 hours all of it gone mm-hmm. i like it just dampens i'm like it's ups, like it it's depleting me financially and it's depleting my spirits <laughs> i'm like so and then she's just like thank you for communicating about that like she's like i didn't think about it um she's like so like and i'm like it's cool like now that you know just like i'm like please just like don't <laughs> if i buy something yeah. for me let it be for me because like I have these weird funky issues and I do go to Harmon's because it's better food because food grosses me out. Yes, yes, yes. So like I do get the quality shit and I do like, you You know. You have to know that your um, food is reliably okay to eat. Like it has to be a, a, yeah, I totally get that. Yeah, but I mean like, I, but I told her too, I was like, I hate even mentioning this stuff because I hate being the fat girl who's being pissy about food. I'm mm-hmm. like, it's just, it's embarrassing to me. And she's just like, she's like, I wouldn't judge you like that. And I'm like, it's not a you thing. It's a me thing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, so like, I would never have called my sister and been like, I'm hungry. You know, I'm sure yeah. there have been times where I have like, she's common. She's like, when was the last time you ate? And I was like, yesterday. And she's like, okay, let's go get some food. I know she's done that for me. Yeah. Um, and I know Zach has, and I know Jake has, and I know we've done it for each other. So like, I don't know. I think she was just like, 
wondering. I mean, there was. I'm not gonna say the the cupboards were bare and stuff. Sure. But there just like wasn't a lot of food, and I don't care. Yeah. Like if, I'll just be like whatever. I'll skip the meal. But there's a lot of my factors would, to it. Like it's my mom having food and it's like, making sure I'm getting fed. You know. Yeah. My mom would like have like ramen for us or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, or eggs available, but then she would go out with her husband or boyfriend and like go get Subway or South China or whatever the fuck she wanted, mm-hmm. and then like leave the leftovers in the fridge saying, Don't touch my leftovers. Uh, and so then we would have to be like, I guess we're eating. And she, like she'd make us like split a box, even like we were, Josh and I were going through puberty and we all had to like mm-hmm. split one package. So it's like, it's not enough. The, it's mostly just, the, just sodium. Yeah. The food issues that, like, both of us have, like, mm-hmm. that's one of the reasons why it's very hard for me to just say that everything's okay between me and my mom is because, I mean, like, am I healing from trauma? Yes. But are there patterns still in my life from the trauma that I likely will never get over? Mm-hmm. Also, yes. And every time it happens, I have to be like fuck that's because of this or that you know right sucks. Well, and it sorry, sucks but... and it's no i mean it just sucks too because it's just like like <laughs> i walked up and the bacon was gone and they were standing there i'm like i'm gonna go downstairs before i scream mm-hmm. and i was just like so pissed and it's like they don't know they had normal, no they had, they had normal nope. childhoods you know they, they were fed as kids they're like, like they if there's know. something in the fridge we can have it yeah and like I like sent her like a whole page text and I felt like a psycho the whole entire time I was typing it out. But it's just like, this is literally like affecting me emotionally. Mm-hmm. And I hate that. Like, I just fucking not, hate that. It's not like right now it's your fault because you ate the bacon, but long term it's not. I mean, what? sorry. <laughs> like, and, like, yes, she ate your bacon, but it's like just deeper than that. It's, it's far more far back than that it's like it's not well, something that normal people have to like have issues with right and i don't want to be the type of person who storms out because someone ate my bacon you know what right I mean? right but i i was and it's and i had to sit down and think about it and then i had to let her know <laughs> because i was like i feel like that was a weird reaction and then it was like here's the circumstances of me having food in this house i first of all my accounts overdrawn because I knew that if I didn't go get groceries, I wouldn't eat for four days. Yeah, you wouldn't prioritize your yeah. food. Yeah, I, I, I slowly, I'm like, I just straight up wouldn't prioritize. I'm like, I pick certain ingredients that are high quality because, again, food grosses me out. Mm-hmm. I'm like, so for me to be like, for someone to be like, why did you go to the most expensive grocery store and overdraft your account? Like, I even thought that she'd say that, but she's not going to because she's not like that. No. But I'm already thinking about how invalid my opinions and what I my needs are. <laughs> Right. And it's like, well, I, you know, and here and here it is. Here are my needs. And like, she was like, I'm so sorry. Da, da, da. And she like Venmo me 50 bucks today. And I was like, I sent it back. I was like, you don't need to do shit. I'm like, the fact that you were just cool and said, OK, I hear you. And mm-hmm. you're not you're going to try to not do it anymore. Works for me <laughs> like that. Absolutely works for me. I'm like, so, yeah. So but it's just like it's interesting. And like my sister, it was funny that my sister brought that up, too, because I was like. I guess I just don't. I mean, being like, there's a can of corn in the fridge or in the in the cupboard. You had something to eat. I guess that's true. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, it's developed me and ex- made me develop habits 
that are very unhealthy for my body. Mm-hmm. Which is, yeah, I don't want to eat that can of corn, so I'm just not going to eat today. Yeah. And my body got used to it. And no one was like, yo, you're going to eat. <laughs> you yeah. know, like, you need to fucking sit down and eat. My grandpa used to make me do that. He used to be like, go down and get a burger and then sit here and I want to watch you eat it. Because he knew I wasn't eating. Yeah. So, like, it wasn't just, like, people noticed that was going on. My eating yeah. habits were weird. Yeah. They Disorder still, they is still, what the, the term yeah. is, but it's okay. <laughs> they still very much are. So... I don't know. Like, it's interesting that I'm still having this. But my sister that, too. She's like, we haven't been with mom for, like, she hasn't been under, we haven't been under her care for, like, years. And I'm like, I mm-hmm. get that. But she, Lifetime. We, were, we were under her care for our fundamental upbringing. Yep. The patterns are set. Mm-hmm. I'm like, so I'm working really hard to try to undo those. But whatever. I had a dream about uh, Robin Jace Williams. last oh. night. <laughs> oh, yeah, that, too. Who's Jace? Jace is uh, this is this is who Jace is. Jace is the representation in my mind of um, okay. Let me start here. Patterns are set in your brain by age two. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is your primitive brain, and it reacts quicker than your frontal cort- frontal cortex, which develops later. But is more logical and more experience based. But your primitive mind is set by age two, and as um, soon as you start having memories, right? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. or no, before before then, it's it um, the what it does is it reacts or it recognizes patterns. Mm. So by age two, I had had. You're getting rid uh, of that cough button, by the way. I want to tell you that I'm proud of you on that one. <laughs> What? Oh yeah. You can really get the mute unmute. Like that was seamless. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you won't know I'm coughing. Um, no, just uh so okay, so my primitive mind, I asked my therapist this. I was like, why is it that like the chemistry that I have, I'm not saying anything about Spencer, but the chemistry that I have with toxic people is so strong that it lingers. So Jace is the embodiment of the toxic behavior. Mm-hmm. He is the son of one of my mom's friends that she's had a long time. And we had attraction to each other our whole mm-hmm. life, like from fourth grade era. Since attraction was a thing. <laughs> Since attraction was a thing. We've always been into each other. It was always a secret. And then when we finally hooked up, it was like fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, it is embedded in toxicity. Like mm-hmm. the relationship would never work because it's toxic and he's abusive and manipulative and gross. And so anyway, we have a, we have, I have a similar guy that I told off a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> No, Jace and I are not in contact with each other like at all, and those gates will never be opened again. Like I've been, you're good at you're good better at boundaries than I am. Yeah, well, I've been thinking lately. I've been like, should I try to heal this? Because a couple years ago, I posted on Facebook, and I'm like, what does it mean when a certain toxic character keeps coming up in your dreams? And like Tyler Boren was like. It means you need to reach out to them and heal and whatever. And I was like, not doing that. No, not <laughs> going like, to do that. No. <laughs> no. 
Anyway, this toxic character comes up in my dreams when things happen. And um, as you will know, on Halloween night, uh, a card came up in my tarot reading that talked about divorce. And so <laughs> uh, <laughs> my brain. Night. Yeah, I'm like, what? But yeah, it'll be airing Halloween. <laughs> like, what the fuck are you talking about? Just tune in next week. You'll get it. But my brain has like, last night was like, about divorce and instability mm-hmm. and Robin Williams because I read an article about Fern Gully. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, he pops up in my dreams again. And I I always tell Spence, I'm like, uh, guess who is here? And he's like, oh, no. And I was like, yeah, but it's probably because the tarot was like hitting some uh, pretty triggering words. <laughs> Yeah, no, I think both of our readings were crazy. Yeah, good. they were good. Yours was yours was intense, but I was like, okay, I'm getting slapped in the face with some truth here, but it's fine. <laughs> it's Just fine. That's what I wanted. Hurled at me. I'm like, okay, if I don't shape up, I might have some hard times. <laughs> no. Um, anyway, there's like, there's no reason for me to have that thought but it is interesting that what I primitively and instinctly am drawn to is that dysfunction and I think that ties back to all of this where it's just like no matter what we do to heal ourselves from the trauma it's always going to be there at the basic level yeah but I mean okay so what's the fucking solution you know, like oh, just no, pra- you... just practice, practice being like nah. Yeah. So uh, I mean, so your sister has ten years less experience than we. Yes. Do. No five. I thought you said she was twenty three. No, she's twenty seven. Oh. She's yikes. perpetually fourteen, but she's twenty seven. Yikes! Yeah, I thought she was twenty three. Nope. Yeah, that makes things different. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> give, her, give her three more years and then maybe be like, all right, I guess this was fine. I'm fine with us being in contact. I'll be like, you know, I didn't block you on Facebook. I just got off Facebook. <laughs> like, you can text me. It is so interesting because you can't tell. But when you talk about your siblings, your whole entire tone changes and the way you address. So that's, I mean, maybe that's something you think about. Because it, hmm. it is very attacking in a very mellow way where it's just like, Ugh. Like, you seem annoyed, mm-hmm. you seem like you know more than them, and you seem like you're like, I just got to tell you how to live. <laughs> and I'm Except for I don't you. tell them how to live, but true, I do perpetually, like, so work on I'm that. always the oldest sibling, so it's like, how do I, I mean. Well, I, I'm like, telling I, you I, as someone who just barely tell started, you. <laughs> right, let's talk over each other some more. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just Go. trying to tell you that I've been working on it. No, and I, I think that's great. And I'm just telling you this just for awareness so you can be more yeah. aware of it. You know what I mean? It's, it's not, it's not yeah. a bad thing. I mean, I think it's a very common thing for the older sibling. And I think it's a very common thing for the baby of the family because I'm guilty of this to be like, I'm a baby of the family. I'm going <laughs> to the baby. It's annoying. I mean, it's annoying. We all do annoying yeah, but shit. If, if I would have talked to you like that, you'd be like, fuck off. I do not need your bullshit. So it's fair. It's fair. Well, right, but you're not my older sister. Right, but... Um, There's a different, there is a different connection there. Like... I'm going to bring this up till the end of time when I was like, my sister thinks you're funny. You're like, well, whatever. I'm like, no, that's a big deal for me. <laughs> my big sister who's been my, I've been on her hip since I was, you know, born. 
thinks you're fucking funny, and I'm not having a nervous breakdown about it. <laughs> I could, but I'm not gonna. Yeah, my brother is continually like trying to impress you and be like, I want like obviously he's always in your DMs and not mine, but it's fine. No, he doesn't. I haven't heard from him for a minute. I was actually gonna oh. hit him up to see how he was doing with the oh. corona. Does he have it? I don't know. Even if he did, he wouldn't tell me. Yeah, he's laying low. <laughs> Which is fine. Good for him. God bless. Oh, man. I hope he doesn't. <laughs> I've been having some crazy-ass dreams, too. Tell me about your crazy-ass dreams, because... Oh, I didn't finish my story about Robin oh, yeah. Williams. I, um, after I woke up about all of that dysfunction, Spence gave me a kiss. He's like, I'm not leaving. And I'm like, I know you're not. And I'm not going I to Jace. Spencer. And he's like, I know you're not. <laughs> Uh, then I went back to sleep and I was doing shrooms with Robin Williams and, uh, we were, he was alive and I was like, I'm so glad you survived that hard time in your life. But he had like cancer mm-hmm. and he was bedridden. I think, I think your MS got in there too. Cause he was just yeah. like, he was that just bedridden. Up. And, uh, we were just talking about like real life things and having some realizations and just, uh, being real with each other. And I feel like that's not a real thing right but in my experience when i have those experiences in my dreams it's like that meant something and it was an emotional mm-hmm. experience that well, i had even Williams if nobody else such, did he's such like a beacon for this depression the illness of depression mm-hmm. because like i've been getting told my whole entire life how funny i am how much joy i bring people yeah and same with Rob Williams, but it's like I there is a sadness in that lives in me, and the reason mm-hmm. why I am so funny and entertaining is because I don't want you to have that sadness. Yep. So it's like let's make the world a better, shinier place. But it's just like I love, I love the okay. This is gonna be this is gonna be a weird statement. I love that Robin Williams killed himself. That's fine. <laughs> I love that he did it. Yeah, because, that's a weird statement, but I can see where you're going. <laughs> before this. We all knew he was depressed and stuff, but it was just like, Mwah. and it's like, yeah, he's okay. depressed, but he's funny. Yeah, he's yeah. funny and he's still working and da 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 da, and it just kind of makes it easy to dismiss him. And I feel like him doing that made people go, wait a second, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> like let's really discuss this, let's really get to know people, let's drop the facade, which has been, you know, good for society for fuck's sake. Yeah, honestly, it's like, like I didn't cry when he passed, but mm-hmm. I did. F- feel a weight of us like this was real he was the funniest person all of us millennials knew in yeah in tv he like raised us you know uh technically lisa owes me a thousand dollars because <laughs> we were talking about mr mrs doubtfire the other day oh yeah and she was like who's the boyfriend and i'm like pierce brosnan she's like no pierce it brosnan. isn't yes it she's is like, no it isn't and i'm like in his fucking prime too i'm like lisa i, I will bet you a thousand fucking dollars it's pierce brosnan i'm like shake i'm like i know you have it are you venmo her back 50 you'll be like okay now you only 950 <laughs> <laughs> but uh she she wouldn't shake my hand because i'm like i'm not worried about this i'm like oh. i don't have a thousand dollars i'm like but i know that i'm gonna win so as she was walking over yeah. to shake my hand she imbd it and I was like, that's cheating. Oh, no. <laughs> that's so cheating. You owe me $1,000, Lisa. Like, pay me. Um, Man. But, yeah, I've been having weird dreams. Uh, I think it was just the end days of Mercury being in retrograde. Thank God it's <laughs> over. Christ's sake. Mm-hmm. But, like, I had a dream. And I kept waking up and going back to sleep that I was six months pregnant. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I just couldn't figure out who the dad was. <laughs> Wait, because of what? Because of the timeline. Like, if, okay. I was, if I was six weeks pregnant, I would know who it was. Yes. But since I was six months pregnant, I didn't have sex six months ago. I don't think I was having sex. Was I? 
I don't think so. Anyway. <laughs> this is, you're still working it out in your I'm dream. I'm still working it out. When was six months ago? What, what month are we I don't even know. It was I April. Saw, yeah, I, was, I, I wasn't having sex in April. I returned something uh, at Ikea that I swore I bought last month. No, I bought it in fucking July. And I don't know where the entire summer went because I've just been dissociated the entire time. Well, we've been kind of busy. <laughs> busy, but in a way that doesn't allow me to track it. You know what I mean? I just do this Yeah, podcast. but time is a, it's, it's a made-up construct, and especially during this pandemic. <laughs> Crazy. I just missed all of summer. I was like, oh, we'll just sit in here. I wish I would have missed all of anyway, summer. Anyway, continue. Oh, and then Tell I me about your sex dream. It wasn't a sex dream. Like, the consequences it was just... of sex dream. <laughs> I was just panicked, and I was like trying to weigh whether i would do i mean six months to get six months along getting an abortion is a little iffy to me yeah um so i was just trying to like figure it out (laughs) and then i woke up and i text makaya and i'm like i had a dream i was pregnant (laughs) and i don't know who the dad was and i'm like so (laughs) i'm like and then we decided to raise it he's like yeah i would definitely raise a baby baby with you oh that's so sweet (laughs) i was like okay thank god if i were getting trouble (laughs) you know makaya can be there for me (laughs) He's he's such a nice man. <laughs> yeah, he's a uh, he's everyone's crush for me, and he thinks he knows it. We both think it's hilarious. Well, he listens to the podcast. He knows I'm Team Haslam. Oh, I and I tell him constantly. He thinks it's hilarious <laughs> again. Uh, but uh, <laughs> we went to dinner. We went over to our friend's house, Devin and Hannah, because they uh, they got married during the pandemic. I haven't seen him for like three years because of the pandemic, <laughs> and. Um, Fuck. I know, right? <laughs> like we were, we were, we had our busy lives before it. Yes. And then the pandemic hit, and she's a scientist, and he is, uh, he's, he's got like some health issues. So we were just super safe. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then we felt it was all, t- it was time for us to get together. There was like it's been forever, and they just finished their kitchen. So we're, Hannah made us dinner. Cute. <laughs> Makai I want to see I, it. and I have the same car. Mine's black. His is white. And when we got there, Devin was gone. And he was at the store. And when we he walked in, he's like, you guys are so dumb. He's like, I love how you got, like, yin and yang. Like, you guys, you guys like, coordinated your cars. And I'm like, I assure you we did. <laughs> I'm like, but even our friends think that it's only a matter of time. Do I you think. know what's funny is I wanted to buy one of those in white so fucking bad. He's not a fan of his. I never his. have. Really? I love my car, but he does not like his. But he's not really a driver. He's a city boy. I see. I see. Uh, I think it was like 32, 34 maybe. How many miles is on it is what I'm going to ask. I'm like, you can send it my way. (laughs) Oh, he's, I'm pretty sure he leases his cars. No, I see. see. So I imagine. That's some rich boy shit right there. Yeah, well. I honestly don't know where he gets all of his money. I I I don't ever ask either because it's not my fucking business. But I'm always right. just like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. So Devin thinks that we coordinate our cars. We didn't. That's Dev. funny. Sorry. That's funny. <laughs> we did play this way funny um game though. I'm gonna tell you what it's called. Everyone should get it. It's way funny, especially if your friends are perverts, which mine obviously are. Um, it is called. Telestrations after dark. Oh yeah. <laughs> we uh, all you do is just draw penises and then oh yeah, 100%. whatever your word is. <laughs> well, and like Devin and Micaiah, because I was sitting um, 
they were on either side and we switch we went like went in a different circle like we switched the direction of the circle halfway through they are a freaking renaissance men <laughs> with their ability to draw penises and stuff <laughs> But one of them was hung like Jesus on the cross. That was one of, like, because we made up our own phrases and stuff. And Devin drew Jesus, but he also drew, like, a flaccid penis with a ruler next to it. And the ruler only went to nine. So I went, I did nine inch nails. Nine inch nails, yes. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, it was funny how many I turned to music. So it's interesting this week, even an hour in, is our music episode. Oh my God. I don't think we're going to get to it, but it's fine. <laughs> No, we still have uh, an hour and a half till we have to just chill. Yeah, we're just just we're just chatting. I just want to I just want to catch up. That's all you want to do. No movie. No, no, no. I mean, music episode. if we get to it. But yes, uh, I want to talk about the fire, the bonfire that you invited me to. <laughs> oh, yeah. You guys. Bobby invited me to my first ever fi- bonfire. I can't believe that was your first bonfire, especially growing up in Sevier County. Like, I just no, can't believe it. I've never been to a bonfire in Sevier County. And I have, I have um, invited myself to two bonfires in college, but I was not invited. And they were like, well, why are you here? And I'm like, I just wanted to experience college. You invited me to my first bonfire and it was with Anthony and Zach, Anthony and Zach. who I love so fucking much. Oh, I'm well, a little bit obsessed with them. <laughs> Anthony, because they had one last night. And I was like, I'm going to go do a podcast. He's like, well, what's Kendra doing after? Like, bring her. I miss her. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so nice. <laughs> no, they're good boys. They're good boys. They, uh, we got a little rowdy. Um, and you drove me there. And you drove me to this, like, 7-Eleven in the middle of. And I wouldn't take my car to put air in my tires. I finally, what? I finally did it day before yesterday. Oh, so nice. Oh, the 7-Eleven before. Yes, the 7-Eleven. Bobby leaves me in the 7-Eleven because she's got to go get newspaper for kindling. And there's and soda for the gin and tonics. Yes. Or gin gin and sodas. Yes. And there's a homeless man just right next to the car. And I was like thinking like, maybe I should lock for safety. But then I was like, no, uh, homeless people are humans and they are fine. So I just like minded my own business. And I thought to myself, like, if he like asked me for something, I would give whatever I could for him if he asked I don't have any money but uh yeah and then also if he like got mad because I don't have any money and punched me I would have a really good story like (laughs) this is a win-win-win I am not treating a homeless man like shit by locking the door well like to be fair he got up and left he did leave and I was like oh see we were not bothering I was not bothered by you (laughs) but he's like goodbye I think I don't think homeless people want to be I think you know asking for money or getting punched (laughs) I bet he was like, it's 11 o'clock at night. I just yeah. want to go find a nice place or a nice place to yes. sleep. Yeah. Yes. Anyway, I'm trying to work on my perception of homeless people as not dangerous. Well, one time I was with um, Kayla Danger, who's like a dyke lesbian. And um, Cassidy. I just get like uh, blushed when you call people dyke lesbians because I think that's so hot <laughs> no oh <laughs> we call her the dapper dyke because she's got a lot of she's got a lot of uh she's got a lot of bow ties i think she's, she's like mask presenting now no i haven't met any of your friends oh my except God. for anthony and zach who i love kayla danger is such a handsome woman i'm like dude i wish you didn't have those big old titties and you had a penis instead of a vagina we would be married what's wrong um, with the titties and i'm sure she has a big old penis somewhere 
no, I know, but like, I don't want to date girls. <laughs> she, she, uh, we've finally gotten past the, I'm not a lesbian, Kayla. I'm your friend. So quit kissing me. <laughs> quit trying to kiss me when we're drunk or else we're not going to be friends. What? <laughs> Kayla. Oh, wait. What's her name? I'm looking up her at. Oh, she doesn't have social media. Fuck. That's She's why. cool. She's bad, bitch. But anyways, I need to be there. She's part there. of, she's part of the Josie clan. Um, so it was me and Tony or me and Cassidy and Kayla. Kayla ran into the 7-Eleven to grab some beer and we had all the windows in my car down and this guy wasn't homeless uh was like staring at us and Cassie was like just ignore him but I like had my eyes on him the whole time I was like "Uh -uh." Mm uh-uh and he went and tried to get into my back seat and I turned and I go what are you doing what (laughs) because he was like gonna hop into the back seat and probably like rob us you know so it's it's there's it's, there's nothing ever wrong with me having your guard up, but he wasn't again. He wasn't a homeless guy, but like I like when he was like making his way to the back seat of my car. I go, "What are you doing?" Yep. And he's like, "Uh, nothing, nothing." I'm like, "Cool, keep it that way." And he like walked off. <laughs> I was like, like "Fuck uh, with me, I'll kill you." No, not today, bro. <laughs> not today. Um, <laughs> my cousin Shannon did say that she's been uh, quite. She just she's like you and I have a lot of the same opinions about the church, and I was like, "Whoa, interesting." <laughs> um, <laughs> Wait, did you think she was Mormon the whole time? I think she's technically Mormon. Okay. But uh, our whole family was raised Mormon, you know? Like, yeah. I, I've gone to church there before, it. you know? Yeah. Um, but she said her son is who opened her eyes, and he's like a baby. He, I mean, he's an adult now, but he's like a baby adult. <laughs> he Aww. lives up here. And she's just like, I would just love to sit down with you and just talk. She's like, I think it'd be ther- so therapeutic. And I was like, that's fucking cool, dude. Like, it's interesting. I have That's what I've loved the most about this podcast is how, like, Lisa brings up Brooke all the time. She's like, never, th- I didn't know her. She's yeah. like, I had no idea who she was. Yeah. She's like, and I fucking love her. She's like, I loved her then, yes. but I love her now. <laughs> yes. It's so nice. Yeah. I just want you to know that I'm just drawing penises. I sent you one. I want you to. I want you. To, I mean, I want to get better at drawing penises. Is what I'm saying. For illustrations after dark. I'll send you I one. drew a penis, um, because it was Micaiah's birthday, and yeah, that's a good penis. It's cute. It's like a cartoon. Yeah, I like um, cartoon penises. <laughs> but uh, I got Micaiah a birthday present. His birthday was on the first, but of course we got together like four days ago, and that's when I decided to do all the wrapping and stuff. <laughs> with like five minutes to spare before I had to be there. Um, so I like was going to do like a nice handmade card, you know, like with a nice drawing on her or whatever. But I was just like, screw this. So I just drew like a shitty penis. And I was like, I was like, this penis is going to make people believe that I've never seen an erect penis. And it's true. I haven't. <laughs> I'm like, oh I don't God. know what they look like. You know what you're gonna be for Halloween? Have you decided? Yeah, yeah. What? I'm gonna be. Um, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be. I'm a. I'm a. I'm a be. <laughs> I get confused at what his last name is. Jeff Lebowski. Oh, you're gonna be the big Lebowski. Yeah. You're gonna be the dude. Yeah, I'm gonna be the dude, and Spencer's gonna be Walter. Walter. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. That's yeah. so fun. I love that. I already have my pants. I got my sweater in the mail yesterday. I got a sweater. I'm just gonna like pretend that it's the sweater. Because I yeah, want to wear it afterwards. I don't want to wear that sweater. Yeah, but that's a cool sweater. I know, but I don't want to wear that sweater. Yeah, you know that's I mean? true. You don't want, and you I'm don't not going to win any prizes because I'm not going to California for the ultimate bash that my sister holds every year, which it's fun. But I'm not going to win, so I'm not going to get the real sweater. You know what I mean? 
Are you going to a party? No, but I am going to a party. The pants party. What? What party? A party. At the no. bonfire. I was invited. I don't know if you are. Oh, yeah, I'm invited. I'm invited. <laughs> okay. I, of you, course, know you're invited, but I was just... No, he actually he actually texted me the other day, and he goes, you're coming to my Halloween party, right? And I was like, He said Dub. the same thing to me. He's like, you better be coming. And I was like, I'm putting it in my calendar. I was like, duh, bitch. And he's like, okay. <laughs> I gotta find a babysitter. Yeah, you do. Unless I just go for an hour. Uh, I'm gonna be party hopping for sure. I only... I'm going to the one party. I did not party like that. I'm just like... No, it's not. I'm such an Hall- old lady. Halloween. Halloween is not like a drinking holiday for me, <laughs> unless I'm going to Devin and Hannah's blowout bash, which they're not having this year. I passed out of that party twice. <laughs> <laughs> the what I knocked myself out that part. That was the party. But like I, I'm sure I've told this story before. Uh, we were headed over. Um, to Devin to the Devin Hannah party. Makai and I had just we had like a, a like a nice glass of jameson on the rocks like we weren't we hadn't overdone it yet and i was we went and got a talk or something i was eating it it was spicy and i like needed a drink <laughs> so i hurried and opened up the closest bottle next thing just started chugging it, and it was jameson oh my god so, <laughs> when i opened his car door to get out i fell out and landed on my back in the street <laughs> oh my god bobby i'm like i'm already drunk and like i walked in past like the metal heads gave them all a hug and i was like look i gotta go lay down <laughs> so i just went freaking passed out in down in hannah's bed and hannah had also was also about to pass out and she eventually came and passed out and we were like cuddling like face to face we might have been holding hands she was dressed like a mermaid i was dressed like a dead girl oh cute it was very adorable but devin's like he was like i was on stilts because he was like <laughs> he was like a goat or something he's like and i had to clean up everybody's puke I'm like, i didn't puke like, i puked in the toilet he's like someone puked in my room bobby i don't know who it was i'm like it was your wife oh my god <laughs> like i hold it in Did he have really cool stilts, like goat-looking stilts, or was he just, were they just stilts? No, no, no. I need you to know that, like, we go hard. (laughs) We go fucking hard. Devin especially, he's a total metalhead. Or he, he's in six feet, well, they're not six feet in the pine anymore, but he plays banjo now. But um, the reason why I like his folk band is because he writes metal riffs with his banjo, which I think is so fun. It's, like, way fun, yeah. So, um. They have a new band. I don't know what their name is. Sorry. <laughs> he told me, but I already forgot. Well, you um, haven't seen him in three years, so. Well, Six Feet in the Pine was the old one. But, um, and it's everyone, everyone's the same except for one person. So. Oh. It's whatever. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, he had, like, it looked like, he looked like it was his, like, bottom was, like, fur and hoofs, like, hair and hoofs. Turnpike troubadours. Yeah, that sounds right. Look at you googling. I'm fucking good at this. Is the uh, is the front man? Does he look like um, Donald Sutherland? <laughs> is that the guy who plays uh, Snow in Hunger Games? Yeah. I can't find it. It's fine. What what are they, what are they called? No, Turnpike Troubadours is somebody else. The state room. Ugh, I miss. The one concert I used to go to. It doesn't come back here anymore. Yeah, no, this is not that. Okay, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Listen, I just have so much uh, confidence <laughs> when I say shit that people are like, yes. 
That's right. Well, no, I feel like I've heard the word troubadour a lot lately, and I asked him what his new band name was, and I, I okay, so Google Six Feet in the Pine, and then tell me, tell me that Devin does not look like Donald Sutherland. Oh yeah, I can see him right now. Yeah, you can uh, already tell, right? <laughs> they they all look like variations of Donald Sutherland, which is white with beards. No, no, no. And then there's a girl with a violin. I just need you to keep shuffling through. There's one where he's like looking up at the light and he's like jamming. Is this on his Instagram? His Facebook? No, I'm whatever? just I'm just on Google Images. Oh, Google Images. Okay. Why do you there have so go. many pictures here, Dev? <laughs> <laughs> looking up at the light yeah but like keep like he looks like donald sutherland like it's insane how much he looks like donald sutherland i see robert pine six, six feet, feet in the com. pine i got six feet in the pine bluegrass I, band yeah <laughs> if you tell me tell me tell me which one tell me he doesn't look like donald sutherland like a young donald sutherland with this banjo yeah he cute. I like the mustache. I'm such a mustache person. He's got like really long hair. He grew his hair out for, during the pandemic. I haven't seen him with hair that long ever, but I knew it existed back in the day when mm. he was a total metalhead. Mm. He's one of those guys, like Hannah's for sure our friend. Like we all worked at Booka together. Hannah, Micaiah, Kevin, me, we all worked at Booka together and she was dating Devin. And he's just one of the one of those like lucky moments where you're like, oh, you're part of, you're 100% part of the group. You're not <laughs> Hannah's boyfriend or husband now. You're just part of us. So That's so nice that you just yeah. adopted him. Well, I mean, he was he's a pain in the ass, but he was easy to adopt. <laughs> <laughs> we seriously are so mean to each other. It's so oh. funny. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Every time I drive down Mill Creek, too, which is often now because I work up there. Yeah. Um, so one of the first times I hung out with them, we went up mill creek canyon like midnight and started a fire me and micaiah fought the whole time we were trying to build this fire <laughs> so i'm always like let's build a fire for old time's sake <laughs> and devin's like no i'll kill myself <laughs> <laughs> but uh micaiah was driving like a bat out of hell that weighed out and he was like slamming on his brakes and stuff and like hit nice and stuff just to be a shithead and yeah. i remember devin going i'm not impressed <laughs> i i because devin's like our dad he's like the he's like the old man in the group just his mentality i think He's not like necessarily old, but um, <laughs> I think of him going, I'm not impressed every single time. And I, Cause like when he said that, I seriously laughed till I cried. Oh my God. <laughs> like I was like, <laughs> and sometimes I'll just look at Makai and go, I'm not impressed. <laughs> and this was like seven years ago. <laughs> That's funny. I love that you're still cracking up about it too, because it's so, it was so it was so like. First of all, just ballsy of him to be like, "Stop doing that," you know what I mean? <laughs> but how he's just like, "Yeah, I'm not impressed." <laughs> I was like, "You tell him." <laughs> Shit, friends, man. Did you hear about Brian Landry? Laundry. The, that is the guy who murdered Gabby Petito. Oh yeah, they just found his remains. You think he killed himself? Oh, absolutely, he killed himself. Oh, did they absolutely. say that? Absolutely, no, that... no. This is just me and my 
limited knowledge of the world. Okay, but what if, what if it goes way deeper? Like, what if they were running drugs and they double-crossed them and someone was chasing them down? No, I Yeah, he definitely killed so. himself, but I was yeah, like... Yeah, yeah. No one's telling me for sure, so my memories, my imagination's gonna go have a little fun. <laughs> yeah. I mean, might as well make a movie about it, but no, absolutely killed himself, I think. He was such an idiot, though. Like, I'm guessing that he must have been mentally ill. Just based off all the shit he did, like, she goes missing... And then he decides to just go home. Yeah. And like, get a lawyer. And then I think sudden, he knew he wasn't going to get away with it. Suddenly my future father-in-law docked the bounty hunters on the, tra- the trail. And you're like, you're <laughs> yes. fucked, dude. That's probably when he's like, well, i got to kill myself now. Yeah, no. I think uh, I think he knew that once they found the body that he was done he for. Was I, I don't yeah. think that he thought that they would find the body. Because once you have a body, it's easy to tell murder motive mode whatever yeah but i think he thought that he was going to get away with it because he didn't they don't there wasn't a body well that's made a rid of habeas corpus like you have to like uh if you don't have a body in some states you can't charge murder that's exactly why josh powell got away with it exactly like and like he probably thought about him too because josh hit her up here because there's caves everywhere yep she's never gonna be found nope and he probably thought the exact same thing because where does she where does she where'd they find her In, in southern utah right no, she was in southern Utah, um, but they she, found like, her Wyoming. near the Tetons, yeah. Okay. And I think also um, he was reading about how to get away with murder, like a, like a books about shit like that. And like mm-hmm. he was, I think he totally was just like, well, uh, this isn't going to end well for me. So was he reading those books before or after he killed her? During. Okay, so he was. It was premeditated. Absolutely. Yep. Do you think he was like, I just want to see if I can do it. I think I think he was um abusive personality and I think he was trying to get away with it. Yeah, I think he was. Like his plan, you think his plan when he got in the car with her to go over there is we're going to go whatever and then I'm going to kill her and I'm going to get away with it. I don't know if that was exactly it, but I think it I think it crossed his mind multiple times. Cuz I think a lot of like not a lot. I think there's a depravity obviously. But I think so, there are some situations where they do it just to see if they can get away with it. Just to see yeah. how it feels. Yeah. You know. Well, fuck Crazy. him. I'm glad he's dead. Yeah. Bye, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I think I was actually kind of avoiding the story, too, just because I'm so tired of how it's, you know, it's, it's it's not her fault that she's a white woman getting all the attention, but it sucks that only white women yep. who get abducted get attention. Like, are you yeah. murdered? It's like, seriously, man, come on. Yeah. It's like the Elizabeth Smart thing all over again. Like, the only reason why she was such a headliner is because she was white. It's fine. Yeah. And rich, too. Yep. Yep. Um, have I told a story about when I ran into her dad on, on an elevator? No. <laughs> so I used to work for this newspaper and what? I, the reaper yeah. no it was a, it was an up here um, uh city weekly no i wish i'd still work there i fucking love city weekly um it was a business <laughs> Even though it, it was a business journal but um, okay so i was in the elevator and i'm pretty sure i was stoned <sighs> shocker and uh <laughs> we are not surprised no i look over and i see ed smart but i can't think of who it is i'm like who is this guy who is this guy who is this guy 
And then when it occurred to me so suddenly, I almost snapped and went, oh, right, the kidnapping. Like, I almost yelled oh that out. Oh, my God. Like, I had just, like, my hand was raising to snap, and I stopped myself, and I just, like, <laughs> like I don't think that's something you can exclaim to a man in the elevator. <laughs> oh, right. Your kid was kidnapped. Kidnapped and raped. How wow. cool. I know who you are now. <laughs> but, like. He knew who he knew I could like he knew because I was yeah. like, who the fuck is this guy? I was like, it's probably just someone who works in the building. Right. And I'm like, no. And then I'm like, oh, it's Ed Smart. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, see. And I managed gotcha. not to make an ass out of myself. I was holding a pack of sour Skittles. Maybe there was sour Skittles in my mouth and that also hold the slow down. <laughs> <laughs> so thanks, sour Skittles. <laughs> Sponsored by Sour Skittles. <laughs> and the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. <laughs> Business Journal. <laughs> City Weekly. All of these things. Oh, <laughs> the Enterprise. I wonder if there's still uh, a newspaper because I was just like, man, I was like, my job was selling commercial real estate ad space. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, man, the internet exists. <laughs> like, yeah. This, this is a bad Why idea. Is this pointless? Social media, man. <laughs> so funny. You know what I'm loving is mm. um, all of these. Again, we'll talk. We talk about it all the time, but all these businesses that are folding because they don't know what a fucking livable wage is. Right. <laughs> Did you see that guy that applied for sixty uh, entry level positions? Only got an interview for one. Only heard <gasps> back from four. Got an interview from one, and they said that it was a ten dollars an hour, but they were really only going to give him eight sixty until it went <gasps> to ten dollars an hour. <laughs> and it said full time, but they said they're only going to give him part time until no. He proves himself. He's like, well, then this is why you don't have employees, employees. Yep. you jackass. Like, I just got an, another job. Like, my current job, I make $18 an hour plus tips. And I just got another job up in Park City for the winter where I'm making $18 plus tips. Like, yeah. it's not great. But guess what? It's better than two thirteen an hour plus tips. Yes. Yes. <laughs> it's better exactly. than seven twenty five an hour and no yes. tips. Ooh, I went to Ikea today. Uh-huh. Again, to return some shit. Um not a lot of people there, but I am patient about that because I recognize that it is because people deserve livable wages that people aren't working. I'm going to be patient with people because I know that they're the only person on the job. Like, yeah, I'm definitely patient with the person working, but I yeah. make a note in my head like, oh, they're not willing to yep. offer yep. Yep. livable shit. So I don't know. Maybe you're off my list now, Ikea. But I also feel like that's stupid to say, too. Like, these corporations aren't going anywhere amazon delivery is not going anywhere they need to be taxed and regulated and they offer living wages and a living workspace period period (laughs) like he could still send shatner to the fucking space you know he can still do that even if he's getting taxed he has so much money and like ugh, the whole thing just grosses me the hell out but i'm loving i think the workers have the advantage right now hopefully it stays that way yeah and people are just deciding that they don't like being treated like shit. So well, that's I mean, good for I, them, too. I did that, too. Like, the fact that I was only at the Grand, and now I'm going to mention that it is the Grand, because uh, <laughs> I don't work there anymore. The fact that I was only there for, like, three months is unheard of. I will put up with anything just to yeah. see if it'll get better. And so, like, I'm proud of myself for being, like, I'm out. Mm-hmm. Like, see ya. <laughs> there's, other, there's other fish to fry. Like, and it's funny. I got my paycheck, my final paycheck from them today, and it was two fifty. And then I got the pay stub. I haven't gotten paid yet, but I got the pay stub for my job where I only worked like four four shifts. Two grand. Holy like, shit. Yeah, it's like that it's just crazy. 
That's like, ins- that is that is criminal. Maybe it, was, maybe it was like five or six shifts, but still, we're talking about ten percent. Yep. In like, and I think I worked like two or three shifts on this. It's paycheck. a thousand percent better. Freezing yeah. your ass off. Well, and flirting it's, with oh. little kids. <laughs> Not flirting. I don't know why I said flirting. You're no, no, just no. Making buds. <laughs> Yeah, Fuck. I mean, I'm these, digging myself in this hole. No, 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 you're fine. Because I do like the little kids. They're so funny. I at one of these weddings. Oh my god, I gotta tell you about this wedding. Tell me about this wedding. Oh my god. <laughs> so I mean, we might not have the celebrity aspect anymore, but we do have <laughs> stories, okay? <sighs> but I, I am gonna be working in Park City, it, one of the finer places in Park City. Oh, by the way, I emailed my old boss and I was like, hey. Because I went and got an interview at a country club. Uh-huh. And he's like, I'll let you know by the end of the month. He's like, uh, where, who'd you work for? And I, he said that he knew my old boss. He's like, I'll give him a call. Uh. And I was like, fuck. So, uh-huh. <laughs> because before the pandemic, great. Yep. I, I yep. kind of lost my shit during the pandemic. Yeah. And then he and I got a little racy. And I was like, I'm not trying to blow up this guy's life. I've yeah. cut, I cut things off. Yeah, okay. And he called me twice after I stopped, like, I cut off communication with him. Uh-huh. <laughs> so... I think he's a little scorned, uh-huh. <laughs> but I'm not the married one. So whatever. Um, so Is this the married guy you kissed. No, <laughs> you're kissing so many married men. I didn't kiss him. We just had like a very inappropriate, potentially exchange. inappropriate relationship. No. I see what you mean. Okay. No, I'm just saying like, we talked all the time and I'm at this point in my life too, where my, I'm, my sexuality is all like, it's up there. It's revved up. And yeah. I'm at the point where I want what I want. I'm tired of playing nice. <laughs> like, I only kind of care about myself right now, which sucks. But not really. I don't care. <laughs> so I'm like, if he and I continue on this path, yeah, he will cheat on his wife. Period. Yeah. So I was just like, he's got a kid. Like, he's, you know, I don't, I just don't want to, I don't want to do it. He's probably like, you don't know what you're talking about, but I was like, whatever, dude. I have the receipts. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but like... I emailed him because I deleted his number because, again, I felt like that was a responsible thing to do. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, hey, uh, so-and-so's going to hit you up. Just, like, be nice. Yeah. And he's like, well, I have a lot of things I could say. And I was like, like, what? That you – I was – I you hit me up last? Yeah. That I that I had the most potential? Or was that just a lie that you were feeding me when I was your uh-huh. manager? Uh-huh. <laughs> like, after March 17th, I wasn't his employee anymore. So anything that happened after that, he can go fuck himself. And it's like, are you really going to try to, like, I think he's probably just teasing me, mm-hmm. trying to get that playful banter back. <laughs> but I was just like, no, shutting your ass down. But I was like, I don't need you anyways. I already got a job at a place that in park that doesn't care about your opinion because they're in Park City and you guys have a bad reputation in Park City. So there's that. <laughs> <laughs> well... But anyways, this wedding. Yes, this wedding. That was kind of a rant. I'm just so irritated by... Well, that's what the podcast is for. I just want to hear all the shit. That's fine. No, and, like, I'm so irritated, too. Like, I understand that I have a responsibility just as a human being not to steal someone else's man. Thank you. But, (laughs) like, the response... I I refuse to take any responsibility for it. You know what I mean? Like, I can be a little seductress to all I fucking want. I'm single. That's true. It is not on you. It takes two to make those decisions. Like, he's playing into it just as much as you are. Well, and, like, I remember the last day I texted him because he did something. And I was like, 
I, I mentioned I talked about a time when we were going to be together, and we he like kind of entertained it a little bit. <laughs> not I'm not going to say like a lot, but it's just like if I was a married person, I'd be like, "Yo, dude, stop." Yeah, like, I'm gonna have to stop talking to you if you if you quit doing that shit. Like, mm-hmm. my wife would be pissed if she saw if she read that text. Yeah. So, <clears throat> I was pissed at myself for sending the text, and I'm like, "This is going to a place that I want really, really bad." But I he, I've loved him for so long; he's been my friend forever. I'm like, I don't want to I don't want to blow up his fucking life, you know? Yeah. And it's like that with a lot of of my married friends. I mean, not not all of them, for, for God's sake, no. But like, there are a few married men in my life that I like maybe go a little get a little too flirtatious with <laughs> but again i'm at this point in my life where i'm like lay mama now i'm ready to get laid and hard and good <laughs> anyway <laughs> so this wedding yes this wedding so it was a yours mine and our wedding so there was like 11 kids ranging from oh eight, my god ranging from 11 or 18 months to like 24 <clears throat> and oh <sighs> How many of them were theirs and how many of them were individuals? So I think um, all but one was either the husbands or the wives and then they had one together. Okay, so that must be the 18-month one. Yeah, he was so fucking cute. Um, <laughs> but before the ceremony even started, the bride had had eight bottles of champagne. Oh my god, eight bottles? Eight. Holy shit. Yeah, and I understand that's over like a course of like, because they were there when I got there at like, I got there at like one. Or maybe it was like the 11 o'clock one, and I'm like, I'm going to be out of here early, but no, we were there till midnight. Oh my God. Um, so I guess the ceremony wasn't until like five. <laughs> but, anyways, uh, they had a limited bar. It was just like sangria and wine and beer. Mm-hmm. And um, at one point, they insisted that I open bottles of whiskey. <laughs> oh, what kind? Uh, well, they wanted Crown, but like, we don't have it, so I just got him Jim Beam, which is probably a mistake. But uh, <laughs> everyone, like, I had to cut off the oldest daughter because she was hammered. I was like, "You're cut, you're done," and she started to cry. <laughs> and I was like, "That's how you know you're done, baby." That's it. we we know now. <laughs> yeah, this was the right choice. <laughs> but at one point, someone's like, "Hey, can I get like seven shots?" So I like lined them up, and she came and looked right me right in the eye and grabbed one and took it. And I was like, oh, "Well, whatever. I don't give a shit. Like, I cut your ass off though, so you're just being a bitch at this point." Yep. <laughs> um, so, anyways, uh, I guess they wanted to do the send off, and no one went out. Oh, sad. Either they didn't have a DJ or their DJ sucked or whatever. Mm-hmm. But uh, <laughs> no one went out and everyone was hammered too. <laughs> and um, suddenly the bride is screaming at the top of her lungs. And I'm behind the bar outside. So like I don't have access. Like I'm not inside. I'm behind the bar. Right. Right. Well, one of my coworkers walks up and they're like, oh my God, she just slapped the husband and threw the ring <gasps> back at him. Oh. <gasps> And said she's getting a divorce. Oh my god! Shit. She came out and she wasn't in her wedding dress anymore. She was in like her tracksuit. She was like, "I fucking asked for one fucking thing and no one can fucking do it." And fuck, fuck, fuck! And I was just like, "Holy shit!" Oh. And I was like, "I'm homesick. Look at all this dysfunction." <laughs> uh, all of the kids were crying. All the kids were crying. Oh, sad. So I was really more focused on the kids because I was like, "Oh, this is so hard," you know? Yeah. And yeah. um. No one was watching the 18-month-old. 18 18 month like, he was in my arms 
for part of the night. Like, I was just <laughs> carrying him. And then at one point, I was taking out the garbage, and he was trying to climb up into this uh, SUV. No one was watching him, and he fell oh back, and God. I caught him. <gasps> oh, my God. And uh, it's, like, 1130. Longest wedding I've done so far. She's in the bride's room screaming. And I'm like, can we scream, like, at your house? <laughs> yes. We're done. We want to go home. But uh, it was, like, so crazy, wild, intense. And everyone was crying. Like, I was, like, talking to the kids. I'm like, it's going to be okay. Tomorrow's a different day. Like, your mom just needs to get some sleep. Don't worry about it. And then the other girl, one of the, like, those sober people was like, my mom, just she can't drink. This is why. And it's just, it's a disaster. Like, she's totally not going to be like this. And then the, the daughter who was super drunk that I cut off was like, my mom just needs to talk to me. She just needs to talk to me. And I was mm. like, if she can walk there, let her, but she can't. <laughs> <laughs> she's, that, she's that fucked up but uh it was wow so funny and like so jerry jerry oh my god <laughs> i was just gonna say my friend kelly sent me a podcast episode called i'm gonna find it real quick it's right here the rise of trashy daytime tv jerry springer yeah uh history of the 90s so she i'll send you the episode i'm dying to listen i'm so excited but I know there's going to be Mari Povich in there somewhere. Oh, yeah, no. Mari, like, Je- Jenny Jones. Yeah. <laughs> like, this was, the, this was the rise of the fall of this right. country. <laughs> I love being you, an American. <laughs> this is how you get Donald Trump as your president. <laughs> Jenny Jones is to blame. Uh, I, loved, I, Ricky I Lake. love that. Ricky Lake. I love that shit, though. I won't lie. Like, you posted, oh, yeah. that shit, you, you posted that shit today. You were right and right about the Kardashians. And I'm like, first of all, they're all plastic. <laughs> like, they're nothing about trash. them's real. But, like, I love the Kardashians. I love mindless TV. Uh, sometimes. I just cannot, sometimes. Get, I just cannot be, get behind them being spokespersons for anything. Because they're all well, shit. They're all, all shitty but humans. No, that's, that's the point. It's like, if you, people need to understand. People like, listen to them. Yeah, I know. But it's like, how dumb can you be? None of them about, nothing they do is real. And, like, also, even if their exercise routine, their exercise routine, exercise routine isn't based in reality. It's part of their job. So, like, you're never going to be like that. They all get liposuction, and they're like, if you're going to be fat, well, uh, hello. They all get the- liposuction. They get their nose done. They get their lips yep. done. Like, have you yep. seen Kim's ass not Photoshop? It's freaking crazy. Somebody said, I don't know how she doesn't have shit on her forearm all the time. On her forearm? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you have to wipe and, like, get it in there. Oh, man. I mean, I know that there's asses that big in reality, but they're not on that body. <laughs> so no. it can be done. I don't yeah. know. She probably, she probably has someone for that. I think I, she has I, a bidet, honestly. Uh, yeah, bidets are... I think I feel like everyone should get a bidet. We need to stop using toilet paper. You know what we need to do? Hold companies accountable for Fuckin their... A. Fucking A. ...emissions. But, I mean... We'll see. Anyway, Trash TV... Jerry, Jerry. <laughs> no, but like I, I feel like there was more to that story. I don't feel like I didn't sell it as much as well as I wanted to. But it was oh, a no, fucking I was entertained. It was a fucking crazy night. And then I guess the husband had like a thirty six hundred dollar watch that he left there, and uh, it was a gift that she gave him, and he just hasn't come back and got it because he, oh like he wants God. it. Could you imagine, uh, though? Could you imagine? Okay, first of all, could you imagine that being your wedding night, your wedding day? <laughs> like, people don't forget. Wait, are rich people <laughs> stupid? They have to be stupid. Uh, I don't even know if they're rich. I mean, they're, like, probably oh. middle class. 
$3,600? Watch? That's not a lot for a watch. I've never bought spent a watch for 3600 bucks. No, but I'm t- if we're talking about rich people, like... That's, yeah. not a, that's not a lot for a watch. I'm talking about rich people. You're saying middle class. I'm like, I feel like I'm fairly middle class. Yeah, but I also think you've got some fucking sense. Yeah. No, people are dysfunctional. <laughs> I love hearing all the dysfunction on, like, around Instagram celebrities, too, and how shitty they are. And, like, I don't know. I sometimes am like, I feel like I have a lot more street sense than any of you guys. Oh, for sure. For sure. I watch people do the dumbest shit sometimes, and I'm just like, what? <laughs> How? How are you alive? What what the hell? (laughs) But then I think, okay, I have stupid moments too. Maybe they're really smart. I'm just watching them in a stupid moment. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, maybe. Possible. It's possible. I have a question for you. Yeah. Did your mom ever threaten to send you to a Mari Povich uh, teen wilderness camp, boot camp? No, because... My mom had enough sense to know that it would take, like, one psychologist with all of us sitting down together for her to be fucked. My mom would get the wettest vagina <laughs> watching Mari Povich with me and saying, if you don't shape up, I'm going to send you to one of those boot camps. And I would tell her, like, from age eight, I'm like, fucking do it. Right. Do it. Because I will embarrass you on na- national TV. Oh, yeah. I know. Send me. Like, yeah. Send me. Like... It's like, bitch, don't. Don't be trifling with me today or I will embarrass you for a lifetime. <laughs> Which apparently we are. I was like, I am ready to tell you, tell them about how all we have in this house is Doritos and you bitch slapped me for it. So, <laughs> like, I'm ready. Send me in. <laughs> send me in. Uh, yeah, like, is, let's do what it. What is that Jesus line? Like, here am I, send me. Here am I, send me, mom. I Ugh. don't know the Jesus quotes. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> It's okay. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> I need to figure out what I'm being for Halloween, though. I'll tell you what. I always have a plan, and then I immediately change my mind, just like the day of. I think I saw... I've been watching too much paranormal TikTok. I think I saw a moth fly in my uh, window over here, mm-hmm. and I was like, what, the ghost? And then I was like, no, don't. It's a moth. What, the ghost? <laughs> Continue. You don't know what you're going to be for Halloween? I never know. Uh, reuse that avant-garde mask, man. I honestly think that's going to be like my go-to when I'm being lazy the day of. Yeah, because you're like, I didn't think of anything. Here we are. But I mean, no matter what, even if I don't think of something, I usually can pull something pretty cool together. I've never loved Halloween because I didn't know what to be except for a witch. I was a witch so much when I was a kid. I love being a witch for Halloween. Um, But Spencer loves Halloween, and so I have to, like, you know, impress him. So... <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I was reading something that said Halloween is the only non-family holiday. That's why we all love it so much. And I'm like, so oh. everyone hates their family? Is that, <laughs> <laughs> is that what I'm reading? It's Halloween, then it's Friendsgiving, and then... <laughs> right. Oh, what am I going to do for Thanksgiving? I think we're going to do something. No, we're going to have a Friendsgiving. Like, I swear we... Did we I talk mean, about this? You're no. like, I have the receipts. I'll show it. It's a published pod. It's a published Listen. episode. <laughs> No, we're do. I mean, you'll be invited to Friendsgiving. Yeah, I mean, I'll pop in. Yeah, I can kind of. You say that, and then you just don't because it's twenty minutes out of your way. No, 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 that's not true. Um, I kind of am feeling the holiday dread set in. I won't lie. I am not looking forward to it. Like I was like not looking forward to it. Because Cassie and I, she keeps giving me fucking dumb ideas. Yeah, Cassidy, they're dumb. Your ideas are dumb for Halloween costumes. (laughs) 
Okay. She's like, she's like, what what member of Rocky Horror Picture Show are you gonna be? And I'm like, I'm not. I'm just not going as that. And then today she's like, well, let's go as the Adams Family. And I'm like, also no, I no, that's so generic. I hate it. It's the generic that I hate. Like I love the Adams Family. I love the Rocky Horror Picture Show. I don't want to go as them. Everyone goes as them. Yeah, that's true. I was really pleased to go to Spirit Halloween and see no. Um, I saw a lot of things that I was like, oh, I didn't think of that, but there was no Big Lebowski, so I oh, was like, yeah, good. that's good. Yeah. Well, I think they know that like you can assemble that. Like, I remember back when they did have them, it was like a really shitty rendition. It's like people are like, I can just thrift this better. Yes. Yeah. Did you get some jellies? Jellies. He wears jellies through the whole show. Oh, jelly slippers. Yeah, jelly sandals. Yeah. No, but I'm not going to be that committed. It's too late. I don't know, man. It really I gotta tie, go to it'll Shields. really tie the room together. <laughs> I got to go to Shields and get Walter's outfit. And oh my God. like the fisherman <laughs> vest and some cargo shorts. I was actually thinking about like how nice it was for John Goodman to lose all that weight when my dad started getting sick with MS because now they still look alike, you know, <laughs> depleted. <laughs> because it. <laughs> well, depleted. That's what I need. That's what I need. No, deflated, depleted, whatever. Same, whatever. I'm but, laughing at both. Yeah. Um, because my mom and dad were Dan and Roseanne in the '90s. Like that's <laughs> in the '80s and '90s. Yeah. That's who they were. Yeah. Oh, maybe that's what I need to do. Get in the spirit is watch all the Roseanne Halloween episodes. They're so fun. <laughs> but my dad is like the master of Halloween. Like he, he and I are very similar in that. Like he, like one time he went as a witch, mm. and he just like hurried and painted something, like, and he looked so fucking freaky. Yeah. I was like, God damn it, Dad. <laughs> so I'm not worried about it. I'll be something cool no matter what. I think that's really rad. I did throw away all my boots, though, so I have to go boot shopping tomorrow no matter Wait, what. Wait, why? Because they were melted? Well, I just I don't like to buy expensive boots because I like to go boot shopping every so, every season. Yeah, like yeah. Every, every fall. So, like, um, like, Devin and Hannah, not to keep bringing them up, but they get, like, expensive boots they're never gonna have to replace for like yeah, 10 years that's gonna be me yep like i'm like but what about what about fashion <laughs> i just don't know when red wings are gonna be out of fashion for winter like that's what i want is no that's what they have red that's wings. what they have yeah. Yeah. and i'm with you on that but i also just like love my i love having a new pair of combat boots every once in a while yeah fair. that's usually what i wear is combat boots anyways and in the winter i don't get too crazy with boots because it's like eh I'm not really outside that much. Plus, I'd rather my feet get used to the cold, you know? Yeah. Then not. <laughs> <laughs> um, can you believe my mom thinks that this podcast is going to save the family? She changes her tune so drastically, so frequently. She's like, you're a disgrace. And just when I made those stickers, then she's like. No, we're, we're, go- we're you're keeping it. This Those words podcast will save this, the podcast. I made new stickers. I totally forgot to give them to you yesterday, and I went to look for them today. They're lost. I don't. I think they're in the car. <laughs> I was like, I've lost a little white piece of paper, and I can't find it. Well, I had a bread bowl the other day, a, a soup bowl, and I was Yum. like, I told her that's when I'd have all the merch done, and I don't. <laughs> I guess I, I guess I sent you a bunch of I like ideas. We need to sit down and have, like, an actual day where we decide what we're going to do. Yeah, we need to have, like, real things. Especially by season three. No, especially by, like, no- November. Like, mid-November. <laughs> I'm just giving us so much grace. Like, and it'll be fine. No, but again, it's not hard for me. That shirt I made Tommy, 
uh, I made it when I was drunk, and I was looking at it today, and I'm like, I can't believe I spent $40 on this sweater. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, it's so not my style. We're going to fucking goth prom. I guess I can just dye it. Oh, I need to buy my tickets. I just thought, <coughs> I think I'll just go by myself. But I'll, like, because I don't think Spence will want to find a sitter and go. You know what I mean? Right. Well, I, I mean, Tommy probably has people he can put on the list. And Makaya might bell. So I probably have a ticket for you. <laughs> oh, hey. <laughs> it would be fun because it is on a Thursday to, like, record a little bit. Yeah. Not, I mean, not of his show, but I'm saying, like, that night. Yeah. God, um, tickets. Yeah, I asked, I texted him, I was like, when are you flying out? And he's like, 1.30. And I'm like, I guess I'll work that day. And he's like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so nice. He's such a sweetie. I'm so excited to see him. It's been so long. Yeah, I'm really excited. Excited to meet the boy? Yeah. Um. So what else is going on? Mm. Oh, have you been watching Succession, please? Everyone, please watch the su- Succession. I'll put it on my list. I've been watching Survivor. Uh, (laughs) i love survivor i love survivor it's been 41 seasons i've watched everyone and i love it oh my god oh my god oh my god 41 seasons well it's been 20 years i guess that's fair um no succession is great i think it might be just because of the family that i have (laughs) is this on hbo yeah oh i've eyeballed that but i thought it kind of looks too dysfunctional and it might be triggering Oh, it's dysfunctional as fuck, but the way that they go in and out of business and family stuff is so cleverly written. Because it's definitely a drama. There's definitely parts that make you really sad, and then it's funny as fuck. Because, like, Will Ferrell and Adam McKay uh, produced it. They're producing it. Oh, cool. Yeah, so it's got, like, definitely funny elements in it. But, like, um, the guy who plays Kendall, he does so good. He's such a good... Like, he plays... I don't know. I just can't. I can't recommend this show enough. Like I think about it when, like, when I'm like at work and stuff. I'm like, oh, I wonder what's gonna happen next episode. How many uh, series? How many seasons is that? Like three? This is uh, the third. They season? just they just started with the third season. Yeah. But the, every episode's an hour long. Oh, okay. Yeah. And How it's many one episodes? The, Ten. Uh, Eleven, I think. Yeah. But um, be easy. it's one of those shows where I make sure that I'm doing nothing but watching that show. So I, I'm not getting through it very quickly because I'm always busy, you know, but like mm-hmm. I definitely make time to like sit down and watch it. And like, if I miss any of it, I'll rewind it. Even just like <laughs> the way that it's acted out and the way that it's written. And there was, a, there's just such a sad part where first of all, the dad's like slowly slipping into dementia. You can tell. Mm-hmm. And he's in charge of this like multi-billion dollar company. Right. <laughs> and the, all the siblings are like trying to think of the good of the company, the good of their dad, and they want their their place. They want to be the next person yeah. in charge, you know? Yeah. So I don't know. There's this part <laughs> where, and uh, the youngest, he's the most fucked up. And is he that just acts like is everything. that the Macaulay Culkin's brother? It's Rory Culkin, yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's so good too. He's so fucking good. But he's always just being like a smartass and all this stuff. He like has like a hard. He can't. He struggles to have sex. Like, he is deeply hurt, but he's just trying to play it off like he's not. Mm-hmm. And on one of these episodes, uh, he was talking shit to his sister. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
and his dad about something she did to the dad and the dad the dad slaps him across the face and tells him to shut the fuck up Ooh. and he breaks his tooth and then um like he doesn't mention doesn't mention doesn't mention and of course like they're rich so he probably got his tooth fixed right then you know what i mean so it's not like there's the scars last but like or like the marks last but like in the next season the next episode they're driving he's driving with his dad and he's just like not talking mm-hmm. because they're he's hurt you know and the dad's like what's wrong with you and he's like oh nothing and he goes about that thing the other day uh i don't do things like that i don't do st- i don't do that so that was an accident i don't do things like that hmm. and rory just goes okay yeah you're right dad hmm. and then he looks out the window and he's like look at all these this, the, what's the city today da, da, da. and he's like trying to hold back tears and it's seriously just like so sad yeah <sighs> because it's like they're all like you know it's like i said with Makai, it's like they're starving they're starving yeah. for something and could you yeah. imagine being around your dad constantly and having that kind of relationship with him it would suck at least my parents are like mia yeah at least we know they don't <laughs> give a shit well but it's like would they put up with that shit if there wasn't billions of dollars on the line either so it's no like their mora- their morality is not great but their morals aren't great either you know yeah but highly recommend can't say enough about it have you watched white lotus oh it's so fucking fu- so fucking good so fucking funny have you have you watched all the way through yeah i like devoured that show. oh it's so good <laughs> i did like that i did like that uh jennifer what's her name jennifer uh fuck what's her name uh, jennifer tilly no that's, no that's uh jennifer coolidge anyway, jennifer coolidge she's coming back for season two i just read that Ooh, she's you know it so was so funny. good I love that, like, <clears throat> so, just disclaimer, I do not have time to watch regular TV. Mm-hmm. And when I do, I sometimes have to wait for Spencer because he also wants to watch the show. Right. Most of the time I'm watching YouTube of hamsters, because that's what Halo's into right now. I was or, like, why, why hamsters? <laughs> or, like, educational TV. Right. Uh, so, I just love when a show can be so concise. Mm-hmm. And well put together that it's worth the few hours that I have to put into it. So, Oh, and it is. Like, and there's so many layers. <laughs> yeah. It was funny, too, because uh, I was waiting tables at the Grand, and I heard a table being like, have you watched that, sh- that White Lotus show? Like, <laughs> like, the shit that goes on behind the scenes with food service, like, the uh, service industry. Yeah. And I, like was looking at him and i would when he looked up at me i didn't let him look away <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't look away i was just like yeah we're crazy so yeah. tip me while you fuck yeah uh we know that you're fucking rich <laughs> that whole like subplot with jennifer coolidge and the spa owner pissed me off so bad <sighs> but because, it's true no, it was great it was it was really well done but it's just yeah like, yeah this shit happens effective. where it's like they don't understand what offering Yes. Something like that really like when someone's like, Oh fuck, finally maybe I can finally, you know, be out of this fucking Yeah. Never ending but, cycle of poverty. But she was like she treats all of her exchanges like that. Like mm-hmm. that's that's Jennifer Coolidge's character. I didn't get the part where she gave her that money. Did the did the black chick give her money to to start or did she just say, Here's money, sorry I'm not gonna help you, but here's here's like your payoff to make it okay? I think she ended up feeling aware or being aware of what she had done and taking advantage of somebody outside of their work hours Uh for her benefit 
And I think she started to feel accountable for what she had done. So I think that's why she gave her the money. So she's just paying her for her time or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Which is kind of deep too because she's like saying like i don't want to be your friend you're just someone you're just someone i'm paying to be here with me until i found someone that i want you know yep yep <sighs> which that's how yeah. it goes dude did i tell you about the time i i was like walking out to clock out like i was walking to the back to clock out when i worked retail and it was christmas eve and my sister or it was a day before christmas eve my sister came and picked me up from culinary school and she was waiting for me at home and we were going to drive to Penguin that night yeah scottsdale and this woman made me follow her around and hold all of her stuff um well because she had a baby in her hands and i was like uh-huh. 18 so i didn't dare be like dude look bitch i'm out i'm off like go fuck yourself yeah yeah and she was such a bitch to me and like she made me hold all this shit and like hold stuff up for her and all this stuff and i was like what the heck fucking cracker barrel cracker barrel crisis is this? because <laughs> <laughs> I cannot like my. T- I'm. S- I know that I'm making you know nine twenty five an hour, which was huge back then. I'm like, but uh, I don't want to sit here with you while you pick out T-shirts that you're just gonna return in a month. I'll see you when you return them. <laughs> I am sending you uh, the funniest thing that just got posted today or yesterday, I guess. But it's just like a white lady just being a I'm full of shit. But it's like. You mentioned Cracker Bell earlier, and I was like, yeah, I know exactly the person. Why do people think that they can treat retail? Well, they can't anymore. They well, can't. It's, it's getting to where you can't anymore. Yeah. But uh, I don't understand that either. It's like, we're not your slaves or your servants. We're here to serve you. But help they're, you. Help you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, well, I mean, like, I'm a server, so I serve you. But that there is a limit to my service. Yeah. <laughs> like, are you fucking for real? I don't I love, owe you anything. <laughs> I love in like, um, <clears throat> what's it called? Aesthetics. <laughs> <laughs> Your career. <laughs> uh, the career I've chosen. I love when people are like, can you do this? And we have to be like, oh, that's not under my scope of practice. I feel like servers can totally start using that language. Like, that's not in my scope of practice. <laughs> Sorry, bitch. <laughs> I want uh, you to massage my neck. Oh, that's not my scope of practice. Yeah, I could I could no. get sued. Sorry. Well, I can't say I could get sued. <laughs> no, but you should say not in my scope of practice. Like, bye. Well, I have no problem just being like, whatever. And honestly, <laughs> if you're the meaner you are to people, the more they pay you. Because they, they want your acceptance. Because they thought they came in with the upper hand. Uh-huh. And when you're like, oh, no, bitch, this is my house. You're my guest. Like, the, the whole dynamic changes. That's true. I don't put up with, I, I don't cower anymore. I used to when I was younger, you. a young buck, but now I'm just like, oh, this is my table you're sitting at. I would <laughs> love for you to work at that restaurant that just shit talks on everybody. Eh. <laughs> no, you think that's too campy? I think it's too campy and it's what they're expecting. So I like to just pull it out of the park. You know, they don't know what they're going <laughs> to. Like, look what I got, my front pocket, you son of a bitch. <laughs> if you're not Vincent D'Onofrio, I don't give D'Onofrio. a fuck. <laughs> Sorry. I love him. Oh, my God. I just love him. I think he was actually in my dream the other night, but I don't remember because my dreams are so insane lately. He was the baby daddy. Ooh. I wouldn't mind that. You know what I wouldn't mind? I wouldn't mind some, like, juicy stuff happening in my dreams. Like, as nice as doing shrooms with Robin Williams is. 
which I've never done before in my life, so I don't really know what that was like. I would really like some, like, drama. Some drama in your dreams? Yeah, a little bit. I don't remember what I was dreaming about the other day, but it shook me to my core, and I can't remember anymore. Thank God, I must have just put it out of my brain. Have you ever had those dreams where you lay back down in your bed and you're like, oh my fucking God, I remember. It's because your dream, like, lives in your bed. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. No? I don't, so. I don't think so, no. But I do have I have dream- that so often. I have dreams that are so vivid that I think that I have to, like, wake up the next morning and, like, either avoid someone or oh, damage yeah. control. Yep, yep. I definitely do that. <laughs> like, Ugh. I'm like, oh, Yeah. I did that. Well, sorry. Uh, I was going to tell you something. Oh, have you seen uh, Four Hours at the Capitol yet? No. What's that? So it's about January 6th. Oh, really? It's on HBO. It just barely came out. I oh. recommend, I seriously recommend it for everybody because there's no, it's just direct reporting um, oh. and footage. And uh, they interview, you know, the terrorists who call themselves patriots. Right. Mm-hmm. And then the cops and stuff. And oh, really? Yeah. And it's just, it kind of just like, here's what's going on. You decide. And they don't ever try to like paint one side a certain way or another you know which i really sure. that's, that's what that's what i'm missing yeah i think that's what we're kind of all missing <laughs> but i watched it was like an hour and a half i watched it last night and i was just like yikes i like, watch oh sorry no i mean like yeah what did you watch tell me i watched i, just, Brit- I'm just, I recommend is all i'm saying just yeah I'll, yeah i will put that i put that down uh i watched britney versus spears Oh, I, that's on my list. It wasn't good. <clears throat> I've watched so many. Sorry, I coughed. I that out. I've watched so many Britney Spears documentaries over the years that I thought that I was just going to watch recycled shit. Was it no. or no? Nope. Nope. They had they had exclusive information. Because I had the same thought. Because I was like, okay, I just watched the New York Times one. You know, I've been watching like I've been reading a lot about her. Yeah. And so I was like, Ugh, I don't want to just like. I'm like, maybe, you know, it wasn't like high priority, but now that you're saying that I'm, I'm into it. And something that I didn't do when she had her like hearing, uh, uh, recently. So this was like very recent. Like it was, I mean, it's pretty caught up. Um, yeah, I mentioned it. I mentioned the the ruling on the podcast yes. like two weeks ago. Yes. Yeah. No, and I get so confused between Jamie and Jamie Lynn. Like I get, um, so when you said Jamie's gone, I was like, what? I'm no. just so confused. So <laughs> anyway, sorry to Jamie have the death. proper reaction live, but um, yeah. So um, the mistake that I did was I read her hearing and I had the completely wrong inflection. I had a completely wrong inflection in my okay. head Explain of what Britney that. Spears was saying when I, um, because on the documentary, I heard her voice saying those things. And that's when I realized I was like, Oh, I never listened to this. I only read it. And the way she's speaking is very, very, um, like some parts of the things when I read it, I was just like, she's just rambling, but she's not rambling. Oh no. She's, she's very, she's, she's very, very educated. Direct, yeah. Yes. And, um, it's very just coherent, really, it's very really hard when you thought. Yes. It's hard when you read it because you see all of the like grammatical and sentence run on whatever. Mm-hmm. But then when you're listening to it, you're like, Oh yep. 
she's there and i have to like remember that she's from louisiana and stuff but um and that, yeah, yeah and no i was sh- just blown away at her like she's i'm sh- i'm not saying she's uneducated because that's not what i'm saying but i'm saying no. her education was not from there yeah well and no and it wasn't it wasn't priority because she was on the mickey mouse club she was she, like education right. was something that happened in between takes yes so yes. like but she's powerful she, and she I is was a pop just, star you know <laughs> i was just very I recognize that I had the wrong impression of the hearing because I didn't listen to it. I just read it. You know what I mean? You know, I've actually, uh, this Britney Spears thing has been good. I think for a lot of us in this way, like a, she deserves to be free. Yeah. But I also think it, it served us a lot of us a slice of humble pie because of how judgmental we were to her. I mean me, I know I was, Yeah. <laughs> you know, I've talked a lot of shit on Britney Spears over the years. I've never talked shit on Britney Spears. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm okay. Good. You're, you're good. You're no, good. No, I mean like, but I've talked shit on multiple people. So yeah. Yeah, for sure. So like the fact that it's like, you know, that's what we're always saying here is like pull back the lens. Like when she like yeah. lost her shit and shaved her head, I was like, Oh my God. Blah, blah, blah. And then it's just like, well, I've done that before. <laughs> like, <laughs> but I don't have the whole entire world watching me and two kids and you yeah. know, like, yeah. so it's been nice to like have to, be like okay i should i shouldn't have i shouldn't have talked i shouldn't have drawn such quick conclusions because because i don't like her music or because i think she's a dumb blonde or whatever because like okay let's say that she is she still doesn't deserve that no yeah you know so yeah i think i've um had judgmental passes at people like uh amanda Bynes when she went crazy i watched that whole thing live on her twitter Mm -hmm. Uh, Lindsay Lohan, like all of the all of the gals from that era, they had they got sh- shat on. Yeah, and, and like I, you can even see like the news trying to vilify them. Well, like and they're trying to they're trying to right their wrongs now, but there I was a, there was a very serious time back in the day where it was like sh- just shit all over women. Yeah, like they they have to be sex. It still most, is like that, but everything yeah. they do is wrong. It's way better. It's definitely way better. Well, it's but because like, people are. I mean, fourth wave feminism. Thank you, Brooke, for that <laughs> vocabulary. Um, but there are women have more of a voice because of social media. They're able to say, "No, no, no, you cannot paint me like this." I follow Jamila Jamil. I know people have opinions about her, but I she. I don't know who that is. She is. Um, on the good place she's a person of color from um england she just has a very big voice for body neutrality and for stop shitting on women just stop shitting on women everybody loves to build up a woman to shit on her so yeah yeah and it's like i can't even imagine and this goes for all child stars all pop stars like you know all celebrities i can't imagine what that's like no i mean i think there's a part of every person who's like, it would be cool to be like rich and famous. And I bet it is way fucking cool. Yeah. But I also think that you're under a microscope and people yes. are getting the full story. And yeah, she's a teenager. And like, you know, I think it, mu- it might be weird to be a teenager and all these dudes old and young are jerking it to you all the time. Yep. Yep. Like overly sexualized. Uh, <laughs> like, oops, I did it again. How old was she when that dropped? That was a very suggestive song. Yep. Very suggestive music video. Yep. No one had any problem sexualizing the fuck out of her. Jessica Simpson released an album at 17. She sang in one of her most famous songs, um, Pour Pour Your Love All Over Me and I'll Cherish Every Drop Here on My Knees. 
Yeah. I don't think she recognized what yeah, she was singing, but people who were song. yeah, people who were telling her to sing that, mm-hmm. they knew what they were saying. Yeah. I know what you mean though cuz like I've honestly considered what am I willing to sell of myself mm-hmm. for acceptance, validation, uh monetary gain because um this is why I wanted to talk about the Annette movie. Mm-hmm. Which we didn't in the movie episode. Oh, the movie episode. Oh, my God. I was going to, like, I didn't even hit my favorite movies. (laughs) Oh, yeah. No, we're going to do another movie episode. I know, but I was like, I was going, like, you know, good ones, but not my favorite ones. Yes, yes, yes. It's okay. There will be more. Um, But I wanted to talk about Annette, which is on Amazon Prime, I think, for free. Mm -hmm. Um, It's got Adam Driver in it. Um. Who's the gal in it? I gotta look it up. My buddy's hanging out with uh, Tommy Chong right now. He keeps uh, sending me pictures. He, my buddy's hanging out with Tommy Chong, and he sent me a picture of him and his son. And I'm like, damn, his son's hot. <laughs> uh, get it? Um, <laughs> no, he's not. Actually, Marion Cotillard. She's a French. She's a French actress. Uh-huh. I love her. Actually, I think she's in. Um, War dogs. I'm not that's sure. Like, that's anyway, like, she's uh, um, she's uh, his wife or whatever. The, the she's yeah, so she's so cute. So it's a it's a opera. It's really good. Oh, she's I not, did not she's know not about it. War, she's not war dogs, but um, I know who you're talking about. She's yeah, yeah, in, yeah. Uh, she's like a 007 girl, isn't she? Uh, Hold on, I'm looking at her most famous shows. Okay. Anyways, continuing. Sorry. Um, she's uh, Inception. That's her most that's famous it. role. That's it. That's it. That's it. Um, she's a singer. He's a comedian. They're a, like a couple, mm-hmm. but the whole movie just goes over what you're willing to sell of yourself, mm-hmm. of your privacy, of yourself, for people, for fame, pretty right. much. And I loved it. I loved every minute of it. I went a little halfway through and I was like, I still don't know if I'm going to ever watch this again. But by the end of the movie, I was like, I'm definitely watching this again. So it's it on is. My, I, I added it to my list. Um, it's an experience. I'm not saying that everybody has to like it, but I think the message is worth it. And I think it is worth a watch. Well, but that's okay. You have this clarity as a 33 year old. She was in the Mickey Mouse Club. Her, Christina Aguilera. Yes. Like, Lindsay Lohan. Was I in know fucking, what you mean. I know. What she you was mean. a starring role in the parent trap. Like, it's, I love that we have this clarity now, but could you imagine already being 16 years in the game when you got that clarity, if you ever, ever found yeah. it and yeah. what that would do to your brain and yeah. all the shit that you've missed out on and all the shit that you've like, and like a lot of this shit, like Brittany and you know, Paris Hilton too, like Paris Hilton's story yeah. is actually pretty sad. Yes. There was a lot of abuse going on in this yes. very state of ours. <laughs> um, Provo Canyon. Mm. Uh my sister went to Provo Canyon School, and she said that um, Paris didn't just didn't want to be accountable for her space that she took up. But that's still, it's still shitty. I am. Wait, I worked at a. I would like to hear. Can you kind of like? So she just said that Paris was just throwing a fit. Yeah, she was throwing a fit because she didn't want to clean her own toilet. She said that they would like lock her in a room without clothes on and shit, and she'd like be frozen. I feel like there's her experience, which is valid. Uh-huh. And then there's like a general experience. And I'm not, I'm not defending um, boarding schools because right. I think I used to work at one. 
it's a very complicated relationship. Mm-hmm. There are abusive people that work there, but mostly what I think of when I think of those boarding schools is kids who do not have involved parents. And that's oh, the real totally, shame. Oh, totally, totally agree. Like Dexter's but family, also, that's one. And yes. my brother worked at Aspen for like yeah, years Yeah, Swanson's Ranch. Yep. And also, there are kids that need them. Like, there are people who have involved parents that just are at their last resorts and they have no idea what they can do for their kids and that's where they use them. So there's such a mix of, like, people there. I agree, but I also think it's the responsibility of the institution to have people who can handle all sorts of personality types, Paris Hilton yes. included. Yes. You know? Um, and I also feel and like... And resources. It, yep. Right. And I also, like, was, of course, rolling my eyes a lot because it's like, oh, how sad. The Paris Hilton girl had a hard life. But she had other people being like, this happened too. And I hate that I had that response, that I was like, ugh. But... Hey, you know that uh, the French actress is in Love Me If You Dare? Oh. That French film that I was talking about. Oh, yes. Interesting. Continue. Um, Sorry. But, uh... Whatever I was saying. How anyway. sad it was for Paris well, Hilton to be in obvi- a sad life? Well, it obviously was... It affected her in a way because, again, she got overly sexualized. She got mm-hmm. uh, abused. She gets treated differently because she has yep. money. Yep. And it's like again how sad you're rich but it's like okay people are still getting treated differently and like shit for certain things like she can't control that her family's rich right and then i think she just kind of was like whatever i'm gonna embrace it yeah and And i'm gonna raise hell (laughs) yeah and then like like did you watch her documentary no but i should i should give it the time because i i was like annoyed like how you are right now with it too and then i watched it i was like that's you know i mean i'm not gonna sit here and say paris hilton's innocent but i'm also like I'm not also not going to sit here and blame a 14 year old for acting out. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm just not, I just, I'm like a little too tied to the, the whole scenario where I worked at a school and I, I see both sides of it. So I'm like, I don't know. Oh, absolutely. I'm sure she was a pill. Yeah. But isn't that a point of, isn't that a point of sending someone, a kid somewhere like there, there should be adequate, adequate, knowledgeable staff Mm -hmm. to handle that. And I honestly believe that if it was just, oh, I had to scrub my own toilet. Like, I don't, I don't think Paris. I don't think, I, I think I that don't was think just like that. the story that was tossed around for sure. Cause Ashley did not attend school at the same time that Paris did. Well, yeah. I don't think she was even alive when Paris went to that school, but uh, oh, wait, never mind. <laughs> no, she's, no. she's 27. I keep thinking she's 23. <laughs> Shit. Why do I keep doing that? Um, but uh, yeah. And that could just be propaganda that they spread because they probably knew that eventually Paris Hilton was going to talk about it. And she has a voice. She has a platform. She's mm-hmm. a Hilton. Yeah. You know, but I don't know. I think about her. I think about like, and again, like this is at the height of trashing on women. This is the height of like the mystery gas. This is when gaslighting got huge yep. and dating and shit. This is when, well, the when- internet was like, not that expansive then or like prolific, I guess. Abuse has been going on a lot longer than when we had to talk yeah. about it. Yeah. Yeah. So I think we're just kind of like, it's growing pains. Like, I'm yeah. glad that this is all coming forward to fruition. Like, I don't know. I It's fine not to like people's shit, but maybe just like leave them alone if you don't. Like, I've had way too many negative thoughts about, you know, the Backstreet yeah. Boys. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you have. We all just need to just like be like, okay. Well, and it's like, and if someone came up to me and they're like, hey, do you want to be in a boy band? I'd probably be like, sure. 
<laughs> it, it's 17 i'd be like fuck yeah i'll do something else like i tried to convince yeah. my brother to get into christian rock just so until we could make some money and then yeah follow his dreams yeah and he's like i'm not no i'm not selling sell out. out he had yeah. the sound he had like the sound of my but i was like 17 at the time he's like dude listen hear me out here yeah, let's Here's do the country, plan let's do country music and then Here's the plan and i'm like and then we can even be like you guys suck this is some shitty ass music but we still made it because you guys are fucking generic assholes <laughs> <laughs> you know back when i was extra pissed off <laughs> Guess we didn't get to the music episode oh, this well, time. We'll get to it. I feel like, you know what? I am something that I love about just the bullshit episodes is that they're not scripted or planned well enough that we can just sometimes get to the real things that we want to get to. So if people don't enjoy this one, then I mean, tune into the movies episode, whatever. Uh, the music, music episode. episode. Yeah. Ooh, you want to know what I want to do though? After I just gave that whole sermon about how we need to be kind to everyone, I want to do a music episode, music we fucking hate. Okay, because I uh, feel like, yes. And why. I hate it. Here's I hate it. Here's why. Okay. <laughs> I, can, I can be fine. I can be fair with that. Can we do that in tandem with the Christmas music episode? It, do you hate Christmas music? I don't think you're allowed to. I hate so much of Christmas music. <laughs> oh, just give me a little preview. What's your least favorite Christmas song? <clears throat> no, I'm going to save it. because I mean, obviously, tune in to the Christmas music episode if you want to hear what I Listen, hate. Listen, if you but don't... Let's, do, let's, let's for sure do a music episode that we hate, like a whole one. I would love to do that. Yeah, because I obviously have a lot of opinions. <laughs> <laughs> we do. That's why we have a, a whole two hours <laughs> a week we talk about our opinions. Yeah, no shit, huh? Mm. Um, all right. Well, we have a guest coming on in 15 minutes, and I got to take a leak. So we, got, we say these things. Name Jesus Christ. Amen. Is This the Place podcast is written, recorded, and edited at Titan Tower Studios. Our theme song is by Bobby, and our cover art is by Jessica Sanchez. This is our story as we see it. We believe it to be true as far as it is translated correctly. If you liked the show, please rate, review, and subscribe. We have dedicated a lot of our time and talents, and we really appreciate your support. Maybe this isn't the place, but you are definitely the people making this possible. Thank you.